like scary movies? Totally. Hey, y'all. Totally. What's up? It's Jess. Hey, jerk. Speed kills. Ah, baby, bone sherry. Hey, what? Lindsay. The key. You did a great job. You filthy animals. Hello, Sydney. <laughs> I'll be right back. I thought this was about horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, I gotta fan myself. Curdled sack of milk. <laughs> oh I'm a really good listener. No, you're not. That's true. We're out of here. Bye. The key. Hello and welcome. Bye, all Bye. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Welcome to season two. We're the Horror Movie Crew. I'm Josh. Hey, all Seth here. What's up? It's Jess. This is Kruby's Request number 11. When's the last time we did a Kruby's Request? Mm, what was it? The end of December. What was the movie? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I remember. I don't know. We haven't done one since December. Is that The Mist? Was that the last one? Two Chicks in a Horror Flick, The Mist. Huh. <sighs> crazy, crazy. Kirby's request number 11. We're talking about the movie The Evil Dead from 2013. And we actually have a VIP Kirby here with us. Michael from the We Love Horror Podcast. Michael, you want to introduce yourself? What's up, guys? I'm Michael from the We Love Horror Podcast. I'm a weekly podcast where I just talk about horror-related topics. Um, I have a different guest on every week, and uh, I do a poll every week on Instagram where I let people vote for which movie they want us to talk about that week. And so, yeah, that's the We Love Horror Podcast. So if you guys are interested in listening to that, uh, you can find me on Instagram at the We Love Horror Podcast, or you can email me at welovehorrorpod at gmail.com. So thank you guys for having me today. I'm very, very excited. Welcome. I'm impressed that you uh, had all that. Did you write all that down or what? How'd you uh, you rattled that off? I just rattled it off right right off the top of my noggin. Wow. (laughs) It's impressive. Very Thanks, impressive. Guys. All right, no, we can't say anything else nice now. That's it. I don't want any more nice <laughs> shit being said the entire podcast. So how long have you been podcasting? Um, It was actually a year in, on the 4th of this month. So the 4th of February marks the one-year anniversary since I uploaded the very first episode. So, yeah, about a year. So Longer than us, huh? Jeez. All these veterans on here embarrassing us. <laughs> veterans. Who lines these guests up? <laughs> Not me. That would be you, Josh. <sighs> I know. I know. Well, hey, welcome. Thank you for coming on the show. We really we really appreciate you coming on, and we appreciate you being a, a patron of ours, so thank you. Of course. I'm very, very excited, um, and of course I would support you guys. You guys are fucking awesome. Like, all three of you are just so freaking amazing. I, I told Josh the other day, actually, I was like, I talk to you guys almost like on a semi-regular basis. Like, I talk to Josh fucking daily but Sorry. you and Seth and Jess I talk <laughs> Seth and Jess I talk to every, almost every single day too so it's just been really nice getting to know you guys and I love your po- I love your fucking podcast so much like you guys just are so hilarious so funny off the wall banter all the time I know when I listen to a new episode of yours I know <laughs> what I'm getting into <laughs> sometimes sometimes I love 
like letting other people listen to the podcast that have never heard you guys before. I'm just like, you guys got to listen to this conversation. And so I'll let them like listen to it for a minute. And they're like, what are they talking about? And I'm like, you'd have to, have to <laughs> episodes to know. <laughs> You're not quite a crewby yet, but maybe in the future. I feel like somebody that may listen to just one off episode may not get it. Like, Probably what are, not. What the fuck are these people talking about? We have like running conversations that we bring back in like new episodes and right like the queefing the fl- vaginal flap you <laughs> so know. yeah it probably doesn't make a lot of sense sometimes they're just like what is this yeah, well, guess that nip merch you know all that <laughs> oh i forgot about guess that nip we've got a lot of merch ideas yeah. <laughs> it <This> never <laughs> happened <laughs> we're those people that have all those really great ideas and just never do anything with them yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do <laughs> so michael how many episodes do you have out currently I just uploaded episode 21 a couple days ago that I did with uh, Two Chicks in a Horror Flick. We discussed The Exorcism of Emily Rose, and that was a really, really fun episode. Um, If you guys haven't listened to it yet, where have you been? What rock are you living under? Seth, I'm talking to you. Huh? (laughs) What? What glory hole have you been stuck in that you haven't been had had the time to listen to my new episode yet? I'm at my new glory barn. <laughs> He's an entrepreneur, man. He doesn't have time to sit around. I own it now. I don't work for the man anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I work the man over, but I don't work for Do him. Do you listen to music and stuff while you're working the hole? Yeah, I usually have my earbuds in. You just, so why can't you listen to his podcast? I don't know. It might like put me out of the mood. <laughs> I might Damn. end up teething somebody if I'm listening to something I gotta concentrate to. Oh my god! So, Fuck. what uh, types of music do you generally listen to when working the Glory Barn? Opera. Seriously? Yeah. It's very calming. You know, relaxes the muscles. <laughs> Except for that one muscle that doesn't need relaxing right. at the time. Right. Huh. Puts right. my gag reflex at ease. At this yes. point, do you even have a gag reflex? Not like, really. Okay. <laughs> it's under control anyway. Oh, Lord. All right. So <laughs> for someone who has never listened to your podcast, what episode would you suggest they start with? I have a few. Can I can I list a, a few off oh, real for quick? For God's sake. I'll be, I'll be sake I said it. one. I mean, just one. <laughs> Fine, Josh. Fine. I'll do the Rob Zombie one that you were on with me. Yeah, because I knew oh, I no. That one before. sucks. Not that one. <laughs> Pick a different one. <laughs> well, I was going to say either the Rob Zombie one or the It Follows one that I did with my friend Zach a while back. Um, I really enjoyed doing that episode. But yeah, I think the It Follows one or the Rob Zombie one would be really fun. I wanted to say the Rob Zombie one because I knew that Josh would get his panties in a wad if I didn't mention him. So Damn straight. He's catching on quick. Yeah. He's, he's a quick he's a quick learner he's a quick learner alright so the It Follows episode or the one uh, Rob Zombie featuring Josh from Horror Movie Crew Podcast yep preferably that one um, you know I'm just saying I'm not biased or anything uh-huh. no not at all I'm not gonna take your shit today oh god the pointing <laughs> don't point at me Jess he started it alright anyway that begs the question Seth what have you been up to? <laughs> oh, you know, the usual. I went skiing again. Tell everybody, who'd you go with? Myself. It was a wonderful afternoon. <laughs> Walk us through it. What, you get on the lift, you go to the top, and you ski down. 
You really went by yourself? Yeah. Isn't that sad? I just like <laughs> would be scared. A lot of people go by themselves. You okay. Don't, it's coming. This is coming from somebody who's never been skiing. You don't like converse down the hill with each other. I will. You know I my just... ass would be talking the whole time. <laughs> We'd get to the top. I'd be like, Jess, call me and we'll talk on our headphones <laughs> while we're skiing. Are you, like, are you trying to pick up guys there? No. Is that what you want I can't tell what anybody looks like. I got so much shit on. Oh, yeah. You'd That's be real true. fluffy. Yeah. That's true. Look like a snowman. Everybody looks the same. Well, that might not be a bad thing. That's true. It's a lot to remove in the in the bathroom for, you know, quickies. You don't have uh, pee hole zipper things? Not when you got the bibs on, the ski bibs. Oh, uh, <laughs> there's no zippers? You'd have to, like, take them partially off. Oh. It, like, zips up the front. That's not convenient whatsoever. Uh-uh. I don't want a sport that's not conducive to having, you know, intercourse, you know? Spontaneous <laughs> sex. It's just not for me. Yeah. I want to be able to, you know... Gang and bang, baby. No. Gang and bang. Yeah, but no, it was a good time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Any, any, anything else? I mean, usually about that. This section is so riveting for the listeners. I just. Yeah. No, that's it. Really. Jeff, what have you been up to? Help me out here, please. Uh, I had a little work trip. Um, uh-huh. I dove back into Westworld. Oh. So I'm on the second season of that, um, and also WandaVision. All the I W shows. I need to watch shows. that. I still need to watch that one. WandaVision, WandaVision? Westworld, The West Wing. Not the West Wing. Never, never, mm. never seen that. Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Willy Wonka. I've been watching Willy Wonka. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> Did you start Firefly Lane yet? <laughs> I didn't. No, that's pretty no. good. I need to write it down. It doesn't start with a W. Don't waste your time. Um, <laughs> if you like old yeah. Kathy Heigl. Kathy Heigl. <laughs> Catherine Heigl. Heigl. Kathy Heigl. Kath. Kath. Is she in it? Yeah. Really? She produced it, I think. Oh, I'm not watching it. <laughs> I don't normally like her, but I, I do like the show. What do you not like about her? People say that like all the her. time. I don't know. I just something about her like, normally bothers me. I like her. I don't know. I think people got. I her. like her too. See, and I, we are correct. And she's pretty bitchy. I'm. I, normally, yeah. you like bitchy people. I don't know. That's true. <laughs> What's the problem? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like you're on the spot. No, she's okay. kind of manly maybe, looking. Maybe Seth fell on his head oh. while he was skiing the other day, and now he's just like completely the opposite of what he usually likes. I don't know. Maybe. He usually tries to fall f- on his face into somebody's crotch, but that's fine. <laughs> um, all right. I watched the little thing. I think I texted you guys both. I watched the mm. little things on HBO with Denzel and Jared Leto. Oh. And it was fucking awesome. Is that a show or a movie? A movie. Jared Leto is freaking phenomenal in this movie. Hmm. He plays a white trash dirt ball perfectly. Oh, so he plays you. Pretty much, yeah. yes, yes. Hmm. And he like wears these mechanics clothes. And he's got like this limp and like a beer belly. It's fucking, it's fantastic. The whole time he's on screen, you're just like waiting for what he's going to do next. He's a good actor. What's it about? Yes. Um, so Denzel Washington is this older police officer. Then he got kind of forced out of his L.A. job. You don't know why, but he has to go back to the L.A. division he worked in to pick up some evidence from a crime scene. And uh, the evidence isn't ready, so he gets roped into this um, investigation with this new person that basically took his place, Ooh. which is Rami Malik. Ah. Uh-huh. Fucked up teeth and all. I don't know what's wrong with that guy's teeth. What is it? it they don't look bad. They're, I think it's like his jaw or it's, something. Yeah, he's like... <laughs> is that like, a, like an overbite? I don't, it's like his mouth doesn't move when he talks. <laughs> and then he's, he's like... Huh. huh. But you like... <laughs> I yeah. really wish the listeners could have seen Josh's face just now when he did that. That was fucking great. Did it not look like Rami Malek? Uh, sort of. Like he needs <laughs> those. <laughs> like, no, it did not. 
<laughs> he needs those prosthetics from um, uh, the the Queen movie. Bohemian Rhapsody, oh, yeah. you know, where they're like, huh? Yeah. Like- <laughs> okay, that looked way more like him that time. <laughs> that looked more like Gary Busey. Intent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's just like, he has these weird, I don't know, but he, dude, they're all phenomenal. Denzel's great. Uh, Jared Leto steals the show, though. He is like fantastic. Is so it like a thriller type? Yeah, it's more of like a thriller. It really reminded me of um, uh, kind of like Seven, but not as scary. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> you guys are real into it. Uh, the other thing I've been into, fucking Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Seriously? Yeah, seriously. Oh Abby and I have been binging some Fresh Prince, and do we sit up there and laugh until we fucking cry? Wow. I haven't watched that since like it was on. Dude, last night was the one with because uh, we it's like late and they're like twenty minutes, so it's yeah. like well, I don't want to watch a fucking whole movie or a forty-five minute TV show, so we turn on Fresh Prince. It's the one. Well, I don't know why it's like. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck was that, <laughs> girl? <laughs> <laughs> You're wound up tonight. <laughs> I'm wound for sound, baby. It was that tater soup? Um. <laughs> all right, whatever. <laughs> That's oh, and me and the girls watched Mulan last night, and I thought it was fantastic. Michael, you don't like it, but I thought it was great. You don't like I Mulan? Thought, I like the animated version of Mulan. I don't like the oh. uh, garbage fire of a <laughs> live action film. I that haven't it was. seen Same. that one. You didn't like it? No. Why? Just didn't like it. They're never going to be as good as the animated. That's not true at all. Like no. a lot of the live action ones are good. Like I like Beauty and the Beast a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I like you know Alice Alice in Wonderland. I didn't um, think The Lion King was that bad either, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that was pretty good. How are you going to call The I Lion King like... a live action when it's all fucking CGI'd animals? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. What are we doing hey, here? you know what? It's a remake of the old one, so that's what yeah. I'm counting it as. There. You, you got us there. I'm fucking angry is what I am, Jess. Why do you not like <laughs> Mulan? I want a good answer now. Why do you say it like Mulan? Mulan. Mulan. I can't handle how you say it. Why? Well, <laughs> sounds like it's about a cow or something. He's like, Jess, why don't you like Mulan? <laughs> I mean, I've seen Mulan, but I've never seen Mulan. <laughs> Mulan. Are you talking about Mulan Rouge there, Josh? <laughs> oh, that's a good thing. Is, is that what you're. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good movie though Chris, is Christina Aguilera in that or she just sing the song she's in it mm-hmm. she's yeah, actually she's in, in it, it. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, I'll tell you what that video where she's like the boxer and she's like got the long ass dreadlock braid things in her oh yeah dirty she's very <laughs> dirty get dirty oh yeah do the shoulder thing again. <laughs> <laughs> do it again no it was a one time thrust <laughs> one, one shimmy and that's it <laughs> One shimmy and I'm done. I don't get paid enough for this shit. Oh, she ain't working the glory barn tonight, Seth. She's tired. All right. Let's jump in. Oh, Michael, what have you been watching? I'm sorry. What a rude fucking host I am. What have you been up to, man? Talk to us. Um, so Josh will be happy to know that I did not watch anything related to Hill House this week. So rest, you can rest easy with that, Josh. Thank you. <laughs> but I did start watching The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I wasn't really all that interested in watching it until I found out that Gavin Leatherwood is in it. And he's like the... I don't know if he's her boyfriend. I haven't gone that far into it, like Sabrina's boyfriend. But he can rob me in an alley and steal my car, and I would appreciate the experience because he is a fine piece of ass, that man is. What? what? Agree. Do you what? love Hang the on. show, though? 
Uh, I like it so far, yeah, but yeah, I really only better. got into it because of him. Like, I only started it because I was like, okay, he's in it. I'll see how good it is. Because <laughs> I don't know, I just it wasn't something that really interests me interested me when it came out, and I was like, I've never watched it. And then I started it because I was like, oh yeah, he is in that, and I was like, yeah, there's some right. shirtless scenes if I remember correctly. Mm, yeah, now, yeah, you're talking felt- about Gavin Rossdale, right? The singer of Bush. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> is that what he said? No, uh, Gavin Leatherwood. How do you oh, get yeah. Rosdale and Leatherwood mixed up? Grandpa Bowers. <laughs> Did y'all say Gavin Rosdale? From Bush? <laughs> you know that band Bush? He was hot though back then. <laughs> he had a track on that Mulan movie. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> aside from that i i honestly haven't had the time this week to watch anything like ask josh i've been so fucking busy this week because so that and then i have a giveaway that i'm doing on instagram which i'm kind of like holy fuck what did i get myself into because there's so <laughs> you got a lot of comments ex- on that one <clears throat> yeah, yeah i was not expecting that much that many people to get involved so i'm like oh fuck so i'm like have this like this notebook where i'm tallying everybody up so I'm just like, oh, geez. And then I had to release that episode with two chicks in a horror flick this week. So this past week has just been jam packed for me. The only thing that I've gotten into is Evil Dead and the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. So jam packed yeah. like Seth likes his ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. So I think I started Sabrina, right? You're way ahead of me and Sabrina. I'm in the very last, whatever the newest part is. I haven't even started the newest season. Yeah, I'm almost done with it. Mm. I actually got my parents into it. You did? Yeah. Mm. That's a good show. Do you watch it? I've seen, I like got like four episodes in. Yeah. So I need it to gets better. Like it gets less campy it. and more like dark. I liked it. I, I like it. I don't, I don't remember, honestly. I've just got so much going on too. Got a yeah. jam packed house as well. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's jump into Truth No Dare. Rapid fire round. Okay. You excited? Yeah. All right. I'll ask the first question. Then we will go clockwise. Seth will answer the second question. He'll ask it. Okay. Do you oh, like it when it I up. make eye contact <laughs> yeah, with you? I do. Michael, you'll read the third question and answer it, and then we will answer it. Okay. Followed by Jess. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> What's the over-under we fucked this up? Uh, we probably will. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I even spelled this wrong. If a movie were made about your life, who would play you? Well, I don't want to, you know, make you guys feel uncomfortable, but I feel like I am a very good candidate to be played by Bradley Pitt. Bradley? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I was thinking Jesse Eisenberg would probably play me. I was going to say Meatloaf, but... (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just, I feel like probably, or the guy from, um, I don't like it when you look at me like that, by the way, because it makes me feel stupid. Okay. Um, the guy- <laughs> this is my face. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> the guy from Silicon Valley, the the main guy. Oh, yeah. Him, him or um, Jesse Eisenberg. Clearly Matt Damon. That's yes. a given. You're fucking kidding me, right? No, that's what I'm going with. Yeah. Michael? Um, I would have to say probably Nick Robinson. Does anyone know who that is? Oh, yeah. 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 From Love, Simon. I can I see know. that. I, I could just, just see him. Oh playing. yeah, I could see that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Nick Simon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I said Emily Hampshire 
from Schitt's Creek. She plays Stevie. You are like... Because I've heard it from like uh, more than one person. You look so much... It's like your mannerisms in your face. It's a lot like her. Yeah. Bitchy. I can bitchy. see that. Yeah. <laughs> Not the bitchy part. <laughs> I, I spoke way too uh, at the wrong time with that, but I was going to say, no, I can see that. And then you, Seth was like, you bitchy. You didn't and I was misspeak. Like, you just came off as rude. That's all. <laughs> oh yeah. my God. But that's fine, Seth. <laughs> Isn't this one just for Michael? Oh, yeah. This is just for Michael. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, read it to him. Do your best Texas accent and then do your best Boston accent. And then we will vote. Jess and I already heard it, but it was pretty good. Way better oh, than thanks. ours. thanks. Yeah. All right. Well, come on down to the hat cowboy hat barn. We got hats. We got cowboy hats. <laughs> we got tin can hats. We got hats on hats. And we also got flapjacks. So come on down to the hat shack today and get your hat. <laughs> you turned into like a kind of... It was a, like ghetto uh, country. <laughs> Fuck it, the yeah. end. Get your hat. <laughs> uh, all right. Hit us, hit us with the Boston accent. Okay, hold on. <clears throat> gotta, gotta get in character. Gotta get into character. Okay. So I told her, I was like, Denise, if you're gonna sleep with my fucking husband again, don't you think that you're gonna come over to my house and sleep with my fucking husband again? I'll put a cap in your ass <laughs> real fucking quick, Denise. Denise. That, was not a, Denise. that was not a Boston accent at all. Sorry. That was straight up Springfield accent. I liked it. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever seen two... <laughs> have you ever seen two Wong Fu... Michael, yeah. you sound like uh, who's in that? Is it um, John Leguizamo? Yeah, you sound just like him. That's what I thought of immediately. Thanks. That's great. Okay, compose myself here. I think I gave Josh. I think I almost gave Josh a fucking. Oh wow. Okay, uh, I vote Texas accent. Yeah, I'm going Texas. I like Texas because it got a little ghetto. Yeah, we like our ghetto Texans here. Yeah. All right, so we're going to have to pin you against uh, Canadian Jesus. He's the sarsaparilla, right? <laughs> the sarsaparilla one. Yeah, I forgot about that. All right. You're going to have to go one-on-one with with uh, CJ. But, uh, Michael, go ahead and read the, the third question. All right. If you had a third ear, where would you want it to be? And I answer that first, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. A third ear. That'd be gross. Um... <laughs> And ear shaming people over Probab- here. <laughs> probably somewhere where nobody else could see it. So probably maybe my butt. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't fucking know. You want to hear your farts? <laughs> I hear my farts anyway. <laughs> Would so. it be on the cheek or like up in the crack? <laughs> <laughs> Every time you sat on it, it would sound like you're under the water. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Um. Probably up under the crack, you know, because like anybody that gets down in there is going to be real surprised when they open that up and they're like, ooh. Wouldn't that make wiping kind of hard? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Poop in your so ear. Probably yeah. on the, we're going to go with the cheek. <laughs> we're going to go with the, the right cheek to be precise. So. Okay. All right. Okay. Could you imagine trying to like, use a Q-tip to get wax out of it? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Good luck following that up, Jess. Um, I said no. Just no. Yeah. I, I don't want a third ear. No? Because ears are gross anyways. And I don't want it. Hmm. <laughs> can Sorry. She, can she do that? Yeah, she can do that. <laughs> okay. If I had a third ear, I think I would want it to be on the back of my hair head, and I just look that's my hair I out. Bitch, you haven't went yet. But that's what I wrote down. Oh, okay. Sorry. 
And then, because I wear a hat anyway, I could just like put it up, you know? Or I could get a man bun, okay? No. And I Oh, don't do the man bun. No. I could grow out the Mm-mm. man bun and wrap it around the ear and nobody would even know. Mm-mm. Right? Mm-mm. I'm with Seth on that. Do not get the man bun. <laughs> not a good crowd to be in, my friend. Seth, go ahead. I said back of head too, because I would think you'd be able to hear better. Like, wouldn't that improve your... Be like surround sound. That's true. Yeah, pretty much. What, yeah. If, when, what if somebody tugged on it though while they were, you know? Might be okay. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you like the people pull on your ears now? No. Oh. But I might try it now. <laughs> seems like. All and what if work. you're getting? What if you're getting a haircut and you're like, okay, um, be careful on that. I have a third ear back here, so it's 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 just it's right there. You'll see it. It's right there. <laughs> I right, just grow out the Billy Ray Cyrus mullet. Like I just let it go. Okay, so they're either gonna make fun of me because I have a third ear, or they're gonna make fun of my mullet. That's like, true. It's a win-win. Yeah. Or lose-lose, really, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> Jess, you're up. If you could have dinner with any person in history, who would it be? I said Bob Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because it would just be really fun. I feel like he would teach me how to paint, and it would be a really good conversation. <laughs> it would be. Talk about happy little clouds. I and- love Bob Ross. I took this question as it could be anybody, living or dead, correct? Yeah. Okay, I have two. Ugh. The first, because I feel like we would have a really, really good time, is Dave Grohl. I feel like Dave Grohl and I would really hit it off and have a really good time. The second would obviously be Eric Church, because he's like my my guy. Okay. It's your turn. See, I went the serious route with this instead of like a it's, celebrity. That was oh. serious. I said my grandfather because I have one that I never met. He died before I was born. What if he sucks, though? Oh. Supposedly, he was a lot of fun. Says who? Because people always misremember people once they're dead. <laughs> the rest of my family. What I guess they... it was very, like, cr- like crude humor and stuff like we are, so I think it'd be fun. Could, it would could... just be like having dinner with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> maybe be fun. Yeah. Maybe more raunchy. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to pick a celebrity, it'd be B. Arthur, of course. B. Arthur? Mm-hmm. I thought B. that's Arthur. what you were going to say. Yeah. I was like, it's one of the Golden Girls, yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. I'm basically her if I was an old woman. <laughs> you are pretty much an old woman. <laughs> All right, Michael, you're up. All right, so this is no surprise to anybody. I would pick Taylor Swift, obviously. You like Taylor Swift? Obviously, I am obsessed with Taylor Swift. <laughs> Did you really not know that? <laughs> that was a joke. Oh. No, I think it was being sarcastic. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I would love to spend dinner with Taylor Swift, so pick her brain that could happen you never know i know hopefully one day i have a, I have actually have like a, a five-year plan to meet and become friends with taylor swift sounds very unrealistic but i'm going to her concert whenever fucking covid fucks off and i plan on um i have like an outfit plan for it and everything like i have a friend that's like designing an outfit for me that i paid him to do and i'm going there and i'm gonna pay i'm paying four grand to go see her that's oh how much God. i love her this, this, sounds, yeah. this whole thing sounds creepy to me, but go ahead. You just got to become one of her backup <laughs> dancers. That's what you got to do. There we go, but I can't dance. So. Let's see what you wow. got. You got enough room there. Go show us what you do to become a Taylor Swift backup. Okay, let's not go that route. <laughs> Never mind. Bad idea. Bad I'm idea. Just <laughs> um, but no, I, uh, yeah, I just have a, I have like a plan to, Whoa. you know, get what? in her circle. So he was dancing like a. What's his name? Buffalo Bill. Yeah. Buffalo Bob. It Buffalo just Bob. Made me think of that. <laughs> Buffalo Bob's from uh, <laughs> that fucking stupid movie. Never mind. Oh, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Michael, or just mm-hmm. you know, word of advice: don't ever dance like that again. Oh, I won't. Okay. All right. 
That was just for you, Josh. All for you. Let Thank me check. You. Let me check his bulge. <laughs> nope, nothing. Nothing still. Damn. Um. <laughs> oh, it's my turn. Would you rather run everywhere or yell everything you say? I kind of feel like I already yell. Yeah, everything you already I... scream at everybody. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like I. I don't know, but I also feel like if I ran everywhere I went, I'd burn off a lot of calories. Yeah. But it looks silly. True. But I'd probably seem silly if I yelled. I'm going to go run. Run everywhere to burn calories. I'm going with run. I would not want to be screaming all the time. Yeah, I'm going with run, too. Just because, like, say you're, like, in a fucking library or something, and you're just like, excuse me, can you help me find a book? Thank you. Shh. <laughs> That's me at the library. That was actually a perfect impression of what I do at the library. Yeah. Because I get angry because I can never find what the fuck I'm looking for. Y'all got books here somewhere. Y'all got that new Mulan movie? (laughs) All right, Seth, last question. Or no, you didn't get the answer. I'm sorry. Yeah, Justin answered. I also said run because I don't like being loud. So. True. I don't have to yell everything. That's true. You're very soft-spoken. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, last one. If you could kill someone and get away with it, would you? No. I know you would. At Seth, like, yes, they would. Yes, he would. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Um, I don't think I could live with the, the guilt of it. Yeah, I'm going to have to say no, too, because I don't think I could live with the guilt either. But in Kansas, if you were to kill somebody in Kansas, you could definitely get away with it. Because it's like nothing but fucking land for miles. As far as the eye can see, it's nothing. So, you know, just spread the body parts, you know, everywhere. Sounds like you've I thought listen- about this, though. No, I just listen to a lot of true crime. Mm. <laughs> Got it worked out. <sighs> yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> but no, I wouldn't. My initial response <laughs> Just his face, she was no. like, um, <laughs> sure about that? <laughs> My initial response is no, but also watching too much crime stuff, you never know what kind of fucking scenario you could be thrown into, like True. With your kid or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I feel like this question Depends. is like, if you could kill someone right now, like, yeah. would you? Probably not. Probably not. But yeah. she's leaving the door open. <laughs> it's cracked. It's not shut. <laughs> Just not locked. Le- leaving it as an option. Yeah. It's a little cracked. Yeah. Little cracked door. When, uh, yeah, I would for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know that. I'm just saying, you never know what kind of scenario you're going to get in, right? That's right. He and was I just talking know. about chloroform when I got here earlier. I was, I was like, do your shirts <laughs> smell like chloroform when you get them from Tea Public? And he's like, I don't know what chloroform smells like. I'm they like, yeah, yeah, me neither. It's a very weird smell that comes mm, along with them. Very chemically. Jess is into chloroform. She actually has a vat of it. She told me by her, beside yeah. her bed. She's no. like, organic. She's like, grab <laughs> organic, the, of course. Grab the blood lib and then grab the chloroform and smash me in the face with it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's what I'm into. <laughs> Being knocked out and <laughs> using blood lube. Okay. It's exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. All right. Let's jump into the getting lit and talking shit scary movie discussion. Our movie this episode, again, Kruby's request number 11 is Evil Dead. Michael, you picked this movie. Why don't you tell us why you picked it? Um, Because in my opinion, I feel like this, this film is the best horror remake that's ever been made sue me (laughs) sue me anybody that doesn't agree with me it's fine but like i think that this is the best made horror remake of any remake that's ever been made ever you want to find i i love it you don't want to fight him no over texas chainsaw i'm not a fighter that's true (laughs) 
She's a chloroformer. She's a chloroformer. <laughs> am, am. That's a good. That's a solid reason. That's better than every reason. When we ask ourselves that question, uh, it's are you okay? Mm-hmm. It's always uh, well. I just thought it was a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So I like the thought. So you think it's the best remake ever made? I do. Yep. I do. I do. So it's I, a I remake. hold very steadfast in that decision. So it's a remake of the first one, sort of, or the second. Everyone, the first. One, I've I heard think. the second one's a lot better than the first one. So I really? Know. That's what I've heard. I don't think that's... I haven't seen either one. I don't so. think that's popular opinion. I think the third one is generally held as the best, but I don't, I don't think that... Uh, I don't know. What do I know? Not shit. Hey, do you remember <laughs> the first time you watched this movie, Seth? Uh, it was half of it yesterday and half of it this morning. Great. <laughs> if you could describe it in one word, what would it be? Gory. Gory. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was hoping he'd said. Yeah. yeah. Michael, do you remember the first time you watched this movie? I do. I watched it in theaters, actually, and I think I watched it six times in the theater. Jesus. <laughs> it's expensive. Not, that's not an even an exaggeration. I loved this movie so much. When I, well, because when I first saw the trailer for it, I was so fucking excited. Like, I haven't been excited about a film since, like, before that, I hadn't been excited about a film since uh, Scream 4, and that came out two years before that. So when this film came out, I was, like, so fucking excited to go see it. I got all my friends. We went to the theater the first night, like, that it opened. And I loved it. I sat there with a smile on my face the whole time. I was like, I love this. <laughs> I love this. And then I went back and watched it six more times. So That's a lot <laughs> of money yeah. to do that. I hope yeah. you snuck in a lot. Well, actually, I had a friend that worked at the theater at the time. So uh, she got me discounts. Well, that yeah. helps. You've that not helps. seen a movie several times in the theater? The only movie I think movies I think I went to see twice were... Uh, I did see The Dark Knight twice. I watched uh, Batman versus Superman twice, and um, Rob Zombie's Halloween. I think I saw two or three times. Hmm. Um, but that's it. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the first time you saw this movie, Jess? I do. I also saw it in the theater. I didn't see it six times, but <laughs> I did see it, and I loved it. Thought it was awesome. She's gonna get excited. I, I really like Jane Levy. Levy, Levy. I don't know. Levy. Pronounced, but I, I think like it's Lovey. 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 Okay. L-O-V-E-Y. Lovey. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> I like it a lot. I saw it in theaters. <laughs> I saw it in the theater. <laughs> I don't remember the first. I know I've seen it before, but I really, I just remember it was really gory. Uh, I think I was drunk when I watched it the first time. <laughs> was this at the Danby? <laughs> no one at the Danbury Dollar Saver where your popcorn costs more than your ticket. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. I, I too really enjoy this movie. So I'm, I'm actually extremely excited to hear Seth's uh, commentary on it because Seth hates gory movies because he's a little bitch. All right, characters. <laughs> Mia, playing by Jane Levy, Levy or Lovey. We're not really sure. We're going to go with all three. David, ugh, played by Shiloh Fernandez. Mm. Eric, wait. Yep, go ahead. Wait, did I just hear you go? Ugh. Yeah, I, this we'll get into that because I don't hot. like him either. He's so. hot though. Oh, well, too He's bad they hot, didn't. Though. Uh, they should have hired a less attractive actor and a better one. Eric, played by Lou Taylor Pucci. <laughs> <laughs> that name cracks me up. I could not stand him in this movie. What a shitty name. Olivia, played by Jessica Lucas, and Natalie, played by Elizabeth Blackmore. 
Directed and written by Fede Alvarez. Is that how you say that? Yep. How are we going to have some hillbillies like us try to pronounce all these fucking intellectual? (laughs) Fede Alvarez. Really? He doesn't have a lot going on. He did Don't Breathe, which is also a Sam Sam Raimi movie, correct? Am Am I correct in that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that the Cum Bucket movie? That's the Cum Bucket oh, movie. Shit. Yeah, yeah, I bought that too. <laughs> you Dude, did? I did. So if you want to watch it, it's on my Voodoo account. I saw it in the theater with somebody. You guys went and saw it and told me about it, and then Abby and I oh, went and seen it. Oh, and she's in that. Yeah, she's Rocky. I don't know why I got so excited. She's buds with Feedy then. No, I don't remember. <laughs> all I remember about is the damn Cum Bucket thing. It was so gross. It's got like a hair in it. Yeah. <laughs> the turkey oh, baby. Oh, so nasty. Wouldn't have been as gross if it wasn't a pube in it. like <laughs> Or that old ass man. Otherwise, yeah. it just would have been a bucket of cum. <laughs> <laughs> uh. oh, <laughs> Shoot, dude. All right. He also did one episode of the TV show From Dust Till Dawn. I actually watched that. I didn't think it was terrible. Uh, and then The Girl in the Spider's Web, which I think is the sequel to... Uh, what's that movie, Jess? Talk to me. Is a Girl with the Dragon Tattoo? Yes. I think it's one oh. of those books. Might be a, been a prequel. I'm not sure. Uh, but I do know that James Bond is not in it. Hmm. Okay. okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the, the movie had a $17 million budget and made $97.5 million at the box office. Not bad. Made some money. Michael, historically at the Horror Movie Crew Studio, the person that picks the movie reads the synopsis. Would you like to read it? I wrote it out for you. I would love to read it. Yep, I've got it right here. So, All right. Um, Mia, a drug addict, is determined to kick the habit. To that end, she asks her brother David, his girlfriend Natalie, and their friends Olivia and Eric to accompany her to their family's remote forest cabin to help her through withdrawal. Eric finds a mysterious book of the dead at the cabin and reads aloud from it, awakening an ancient demon. All hell breaks loose when the malevolent entity possesses Mia. You did a great job. Thank you, buddy. I, per- I particularly like the addict part. Yeah, Jessica laughed. <laughs> I like it a lot. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes they say that word weird. Some, I know it's addict, but sometimes they say addict. Yeah, Jess laughed. She was like, <laughs> dumbass. I, I like addict so much better. <laughs> you do like a dick, don't you? I do. <laughs> so does Seth. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, gosh. Addict, two dick, whatever. <laughs> Josh is overrun with dick lovers in the studio today. <laughs> It's crazy. It's a whole lot of dick down here most of the time. <laughs> whole lot of dick. All right, kids. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Very abbreviated. <laughs> you know I gotta make it different every time. <laughs> Dude, were you choking that turkey? Yeah. She's like, <laughs> sometimes you have to do one that's like a minute long. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, you spit that shit on my hand. Ew. It's all over the place. I think it went in my drink, too. <laughs> that was so good. Ew. <laughs> oh my God. Fuck. I don't have oh. COVID. I might cry. Okay. <laughs> I fucking hope oh, not. I mean, it's, it's went yeah. Seth's direction, so it's yeah. fine. It's all over your phone. <laughs> so is it is it customary for the guests to make a sound too? No, it should be. Uh, but go yeah, ahead. What would I... your sound be? Let's hear it. <clears throat> Ready? There you go. Yes. What the fuck was that? <laughs> I like that. That's, that's my the, sound. That's the moment when a dick penetrates his anus. <laughs> 
god. I think Josh is gonna die today. Fucking drooling, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking head hurts, man. (sighs) You still have a headache? It's coming back. (laughs) It's coming back now. (laughs) Something else Seth loves. Come on his back. (laughs) It is warm. (laughs) Holy shit. Okay. Scene one, opening scene. The movie opens to a bloody girl staggering through a foggy forest. She notices a man standing and looking at her in the distance. As she's hiding, a man puts a bag over her head, and we see another man knock her out with the butt of his gun. She awakens in a cabin with a woman doing some sort of sacrificial chant, and looks like they're binding up dead animals. The girl's dad pulls the sack off of her head and tells her that uh, she killed her mother and that these people are going to help. The girl begs him to take her home. He pours gas on her and lights her on fire as she continues to yell obscene things at him. He pulls out a shotgun and blows her head off. Evil Dead appears on the screen. Seth. Mm-hmm. What do you think of this opening scene? Well, there was a jump scare. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so was this like an inbred family? Like, because there was that dude with the weird face. I couldn't. Like, who were all those people in the room? Like, his face was burned. Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. Like, who were those people? Maybe he was somebody that had went through this since he was burnt, maybe? Mm. Oh, maybe. That's a good point, Josh. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I'm not sure. They were definitely some hillbillies, though. Um, yeah, I think uh, I saw Josh in there somewhere in the background. I think he was an extra. Definitely his relative. <laughs> I was the guy yeah. with the shotgun there. Um, <laughs> and the, one of my thoughts was like, would you be able to kill your kid like that if they were possessed? Like, here's what I didn't understand is that if so, we find out later in the movie. Obviously, you can be revived from this thing, right? Right, but at this point in time, we don't know that. Correct, but they should have known that. So, like, they put litter on fire. Why did he shoot her? I, I don't know. Get that either. I don't know. Okay. They were out of her misery, maybe. I don't know. But Uh, you think if they burnt her, that she would come back. Like he buried. I'm ruining the whole movie here, but. (laughs) But how would like your body come back from that? Like, I I I don't know. know. We'll talk about it later. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, These hillbillies were definitely deformed, though, correct? I did. Yes. Okay. Um, And tell me about the book they were reading out. This thing had like. Oh, blood and. Yeah, good. Like scribbles everywhere. And it just Mm -hmm. looked now. It's like a skin cover. Like it was just. It made me think of Jeepers Creepers, yeah. how it was like mm-hmm. sew- sewn together. <laughs> Clearly yeah. well well used. It was human skin, right? Yes. Okay. I assume. So do we know who these people are Mm-mm. at this point? No. And we never find out? Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. All right. Nope. I thought it was a cool opening scene. I actually liked it. I, anytime there's hillbillies worked into it, I really like it. I'm trying to desperately to find a spot on this table where there's not beer, and I keep sticking my hand in. That's <laughs> oh, everywhere. Scene two: the journey. The scene opens with a jeep traveling on a windy road through the woods and arriving at a small cabin. David and Natalie get out of the jeep and have an awkward interaction with Olivia and Eric. Bitches about them being late. David walks uh, around back and talks to his sister Mia, whom he hasn't seen in quite a while. Is what I gathered. He gives her a necklace that's supposed to make her will stronger. Mia makes Olivia promise to stay with her until the end. Uh, I'm sorry. Mia makes David promise to stay until the end. He crosses his heart. In the next scene, we see that Mia is dumping a bag of what looks like Coke down a well, and uh, we find out that they're there to help Mia detox from drugs. She's about to experience an excruciating three days. Olivia finds that someone broke into the cabin, and they search and notice that it has a super bad smell. Mia walks through the cabin and finds old pics of friends 
that are with her now and then her family. Mia and David discuss their mom dying and David not being there when it happened. Olivia tells David that Mia tried to detox a year ago and only lasted eight hours. Olivia thinks that she'll last if she, I'm sorry, she will not last another OD the last time she actually died and was revived. Okay, so there's some tension here between Mia and um, David. Oh, yeah. David. I got to talk about David real quick. <laughs> what don't you like about uh, David? I just can't. He's I'm annoying bo- in this film. I See, think I he's Eric, really fucking annoying. I thought Eric was annoying. I think they're both annoying. Uh, David, I, I just... David's even more so annoying. I, I couldn't... Don't know. I didn't believe anything about the guy. I was just like, uh, I don't like it's this kind of sketchy. Little sketch. Acting, yeah. Little sketch. Well, he abandoned the family for years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's true. That's true. But yeah, so in this scene, we get that there's some tension, obviously, between... Honestly, David and everybody... Not just David mm-hmm. and Mia, but David. So they all must have been close at one time. Did you guys get that maybe Olivia and David were a thing at one point? I did mm-hmm. think that, yeah. Mm-hmm. I did think that too because she's like two hands like you missed me. And she's being very like, I don't know, there's something about her aura when, when they first get there. Like she's the only one that seems to be genuinely excited to see him. And yeah. I don't know. And then there's like that awkward conversation with him and uh, or her and the new girlfriend where she's like, you're the doctor. And she's like, actually, I'm a registered nurse. And yeah. they're like, oh, right. It's just an awkward like exchange. And so, yeah, I definitely got that, too. When um, Olivia hugs David, she hugs him and then she like looks at Natalie while she's doing it and like grins at her. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, OK, this I thought there was going to be a was hoping there was going to be like a sexy wolf dancing scene like in Cabin in the uh, Woods, but yeah, yeah I got boned Speaking out. of that, I, this actually kind of reminded me of Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. And the cabin is disgusting, so it was kind of Texas Chainsaw-y with that gross... Mm, yeah. Like, me... would you stay in this fucking cabin? Not a chance. I was going to say, yeah. it, it reminded me so much of Cabin Fever, like the whole setup mm-hmm. of it, like the shed out front or back or whatever. It just reminded me so much of that. Do we know when this takes place? Uh, No. Okay. No. No, no, no. We don't. Um, have you guys ever known anyone that's had to go through detox? Mm-mm. No. I have not either, but everything that I have, I don't know, it's not like I've read about it, but what I've heard about it is that it's fucking miserable. I'm sure. I mean, if that's what you're used to doing constantly, yeah. and then you have to go through the withdrawal of it, mm-hmm. and I guess you get super sick cold sweats feels like you're dying yeah right which i think olivia kind of speaks to a little bit she's like she's mm-hmm. it's gonna be horrible and she's gonna ask to leave and we can't let her well and i also like how you brought up uh when they first get to the cabin um i think mia is the only one that initially initially smells something because like i think her senses are heightened at that point because like nobody else smells it because like even natalie says something later on she's like but there's no smell but like when they first get there, the first thing Mia says when she goes in the house, she's like, what is that smell? Mm-hmm. Like she could. Right. So I thought that was interesting that she's like the only one that can smell that. Mm. And also I wanted to I wanted to bring something else up real quick from the first scene. It's like so these people that help, you know, the dad and, you know, help them get this girl from the beginning. They do all this stuff, but then they leave the book in the basement to be unattended mm. for anyone to find it. They wrapped just, it up, Michael, with wire. <laughs> Well, oh, they still did. though, they but did. like, why wouldn't you just take it with you? Like, whoever the lady was that was reading from the book, why wouldn't she just take it with her? I guess we wouldn't have a movie if that's the yeah. case. But still, that's her one of those glaring. Or... That's one of those glaring things that's always bothered me about this movie. If there is one thing that bothers me about it, it's like, if if it's that dangerous, why would you leave it for someone else to find it? And why right. did they do this in somebody else's house? I, that was my exact. <laughs> I was like, yeah. why did they pick that spot, like that place? I I was trying to figure that yeah. out. 
All right. Scene three. Okay, well. I can't stand <laughs> that smell. We see Mia going through withdrawal screaming as Olivia gives her a shot and hugs her. In the living room, Mia complains about a smell as their dog, Grandpa, scratches under a rug. He finds a door, and they've discovered that's where the smell's coming from. David and Eric go down to investigate and find a room with dead animals hung from the ceiling. Same room we saw at the beginning of the movie. In the room, they find the burnt pole that the girl was tied to earlier. They find the book that the woman was reading from on a table. Upstairs, we see that they brought the book up along with the shotgun the shotgun from earlier, and the shells. Mia tells them they shouldn't have touched anything in that basement. We cut to Mia walking in circles outside in the rain as Eric begins to hear voices and cuts the barbed wire off of the book, revealing what they had found in the basement. Again, you can see that it's basically a skin-wrapped book. As he turns through the book, there are bloody fingerprints along with warnings written all over the book. As Eric reads from the book, we see something come through the woods and basically goes into Mia as she starts to puke. As she looks up, she sees a woman standing in the woods. Mia runs in the house and tells the group she wants to leave. The group won't let her, uh, so Mia sneaks out the window and steals the car, driving wildly through the rainstorm. As she's driving, she sees someone on the road and swerves off into a pond. She wakes up to her head being cut and the car is full of water. As she gets to the shore, something pops up out of the mud, startles her, making her run off into the woods. She trips and falls into a bunch of tree vines, which grab her by the legs, arms, and neck and pull her up into the air. The woman she saw earlier in the woods is standing in front of her and pukes up what looks like black vines. It starts to move like a snake making its way toward her. It climbs up one of the limbs onto her leg, enters her body mm. as she begins to scream. We see Olivia and Davia, Davia. We see Olivia and David find Mia <laughs> held up against a tree, not actually being held by vines at all. Okay. Back to the beginning of this. What Michael just said. Yes, the, they found the book in the basement and they found all those animals all tied up and hanging from the ceiling, which is what the smell was. They also found the pole was burnt. I think Eric makes note that the pole was burnt. So those people tied that girl to a beam holding the house mm -hmm. up and yeah. set it on fire. Yep. Okay. Makes no sense to me. Yeah. Um, the other thing, there's warnings all in this book saying don't, I forget exactly what they say, but they're no. basically written inside of it in pen telling mm -hmm. them not to read it. So I don't like Eric. He's a dumbass. Yes. Well, he gets yeah. his in this film, too. He, he definitely does, gets but... what's coming to him for fucking reading out of it. So <laughs> I'm annoyed because they even opened the book, and I'm annoyed that he doesn't tell him about it for so long. Okay. Yeah. Like, How did he know mm -hmm. to scribble on the paper to get the letters off? I don't know. I wondered that, too. Because I think he noticed that the page was... He noticed that a page was ripped off, mm. and then I think maybe he just did the whole, like, oh, if I scribble whatever was on the, you know, because the, the impressions or whatever. So I'm, I'm assuming he just kind of knew... It's annoying that he's like playing Nancy Drew. Yeah. Like, let's figure yeah. out what this book's all about. Let's fucking leave it alone. <laughs> it doesn't tell anybody. <laughs> and like, wouldn't you be like, okay, we're leaving. If you found all this yeah. fucking dead cats hanging yeah. up in the basement. Yes. Yes. And yes. how would no one else smell that? I mean, come on. That's, well, if That's, you look, there's yeah. actually holes between the boards. Like there's, yeah. the boards are pretty spread out. So yeah. you would likely be able to smell it. I agree. And I would be like, nope, not staying here. Right. Uh -uh. Okay. So my question is, do you guys think that that family was their ancestors or something maybe because it didn't look like it was that long ago yeah, yeah i guess if the been, animals were been. hanging well and i don't know like i think that they just maybe thought that this cabin was uninhabited because it is a shitty looking fucking cabin like i'm surprised it's still standing at this point true <laughs> like they go inside yeah. and the in the inside of the house looks just disgusting like i don't even know how they want it like i would have just been like all right we can go somewhere else i'm not staying here yeah, it's pretty gross. And why did she have to drive like such a lunatic? <laughs> I don't know. 
Because she's sure. losing her mind. Like, she's losing God. her damn mind. Yeah, I guess she's already sort of been possessed a little, or it's kind of the process has started. So, and then we have to talk about the tree. Well, obviously, yes. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Ew. A good segue. Go ahead. Ew. Um, Gross. Was not what I was expecting. Right up her badge. Yeah. No. <laughs> I thought it was, she was gonna like puke it into her mouth or something. I didn't know it was gonna go <laughs> right intercourse up, style, right up her leg, right in, yeah. yeah, right, right in there. It's like one Ouch. of the main things I think of when I think of this movie. I'm like, oh, the uh, the old crotch tree, <laughs> <laughs> old badge tree. <laughs> yeah. So I gotta say, I think the demons throughout this whole movie are done really, really well. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. They're super creepy. And they don't look fake like those freaking shitty ghosts in Crimson Peak. So, um, they look really well, really well done. They're very creepy. And am I wrong to assume that that ghost was not ghost? That demon that was Mia, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought because like her eyes were kind of black, and I was like, that looks just like Mia. So, okay, it makes sense. There was a jump scare when the chick came out of the mud. Did it get you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was annoyed at Mia. Like, why didn't she swim back or go back up to the road instead of swimming across this river? She's freaking out. One, she's detoxing, so obviously she's yeah. losing her shit. Two, um, I don't. You're like in a state of panic. I don't know that you would know what to do. I don't know. I just thought that was strange. Yeah. Well, and I love how that. Um, I love how this film plays on that whole idea of why wouldn't you just leave because you throw in like her being a drug addict. Of course, they're not going to believe anything she says because then when she comes in the house, like she's like basically not making any sense. And Olivia has experienced this countless times before. And Olivia's like, I'm not buying this. Like we're not leaving. We're not going anywhere. When in a normal situation, if she wasn't that way, I feel like they would have just left. So it kind of like throws that like frustrating cliche that I feel like Mm. is so prevalent in so many other movies where it's like, why don't you just leave? It's because they don't believe what she's saying because you throw in like the subplot of her being a drug addict and I think it's very, I think it's a really great way to keep them at this location. I can kind of yeah. see that. But like if we were in a cabin and just brought a skin book up from the basement, I think <laughs> I'd be like, um, yeah, we're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> we're going back to the city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. I like the, uh, the, the plot line that, that they don't believe anything she's saying. And she's, it, Olivia kind of set that earlier by saying that she's going to act like she's out of her mind, mm-hmm. which she does. Um, so yeah, no, I think it's a great point. Scene four, back at the cabin. The group sit in the cabin and Olivia tells them that Mia is talking about a woman in the woods. She says that she has wounds on her arms that she pulled thorns out of. She believes Mia may have done this to herself on purpose so that they would let her leave. David goes to check on Mia and she begs him to take her from the cabin. She tells him that there was something in the woods and she believes it's in the cabin now. When David leaves, Mia looks in the mirror and she sees the demon looking at her. Meanwhile, Eric is researching the book and finds a drawing of a woman being held by vines similar to what happened to Mia in the woods. Eric and Olivia discuss David not being there for them for a very long time. As we see David cleaning up the dead animals in the basement, um, he discovers that their dog, Grandpa, was beaten to death out in the garage. So he, he uh, bags up the animals from the basement, takes them out to the barn. I called it a barn. It's really a shed. But um, anyway, he finds the dead dog, which this was fucking sad, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes to confront Mia because he finds a hammer laying on the ground that the dog was beaten with. She's locked herself in the bathroom. She's taking a shower. We see that she's turned the hot water on so 
freaking high that she's burning her skin off and she's passed out in the, the shower. David tries to leave with Mia, but was una- he's those are in the Jeep, takes off. He's unable to get across the river that we saw them go over earlier because it's flooded due to the rain. Back at the cabin, Eric finds a page in the book that shows a woman pouring boiling water on herself. The group argue amongst themselves as we see Mia walk into the room dragging the shotgun. She looks insane. She's like cracking her neck and twisting her head all around. She raises the gun and shoots David in the shoulder as the door flies open. That's the door leading to the basement. She tells him that they'll die tonight and passes out. Olivia tries to get the gun from her, but Mia jumps on top of her and pukes black blood all over her face. Olivia throws her down the trap door into the basement. Eric stands on top of it. Eric tells the group that he believes this is all happening due to witchcraft that they found in the basement. Okay, this freaking demon, dude. That's all I kept noticing. This freaking demon looks terrifying. That's very scary. Mm-hmm. Um, the next scene where Mia is in the shower, burnt like this made my skin hurt. Mm-hmm. Watching her lay in the tub with this hot water just pouring on her, and you can just see her skin. Like I don't mm-hmm. think it was like melting off, but it was like bubbling up. Yes. And- yeah, there's like that shot where it like goes in on her, and like that blister on her face just pops. It's yeah. so gross. Oh, <laughs> dude, it's awful. Um. Another jump scare, that chick in the mirror. Was she doing that? Was she yes. doing that? Yeah. Okay. I, was like, <laughs> I made a note to ask you yeah. if, that, if you liked that. Yep. So she's chick doing, in the mirror she's doing, doing the, the Jess Cur- turkey call. Yep. In the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys think this demon is always inside of Mia or does it come and go? I don't think it was inside of Mia until after she like turned on the shower because she had to like go through all these steps to... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I think I think sometimes because and I don't want to jump too far ahead, but she says something later on, like she remembers everything that happened. So I think that this demon comes and goes to try to lure people. That's what I was gathering. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like she's normal for a minute. And then as soon as like the the demon has a chance to take hold of somebody else, it transforms back into that. I think it allows her to have her humanity shine through for a certain amount of time and then it goes back in yeah i feel like at a certain mm-hmm. point she, yeah she's just the demon the whole time yeah i yeah. don't know i feel like toward the beginning of it it's in and out and then later in the movie which it's definitely full demon because didn't she cause the road to be washed out because she like smiles when they that turn was around. so creepy yeah. when so, he looks yeah. back at her and she's just like yeah so i was like <laughs> <"Did> she- <laughs> <laughs> so i'm assuming the demon did it right I think it's yeah. the rain oh, yeah. doing it, but it's I'm sure the demon is what's attracting the rain. Um, uh, can I just ask a very obvious, maybe a stupid question? Sure. Do they not have a fucking phone at this place? Must not. That's why I asked when it took place, because these cars are very early 90s and no one has a cell phone. No cell phone, but is there not a landline? Must not be. No landline. I'm just going to say probably the service is bad, so they don't have the phone yeah. or anything. Well, they do a very good job at the beginning of showing them driving through the forest and the woods and stuff, so you know it's pretty secluded, so that makes sense. Or if but there then was a phone, it'd probably be turned off if no one's been there. Well, I was thinking there's light switches with power, so I'm assuming if there's power, there's probably a phone line. Mm-hmm. But it probably wouldn't be connected anymore if no one lived there. That's true. So look at you bringing all the facts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The facts. Yeah. Okay, did you think that yeah. when uh, Mia puked all over um, Olivia that you were like, we're, at this point, were you like, oh, shit, yep. she's about to get yeah. it, too? Mm-hmm. She had her mouth wide open, you know? At yeah. least she didn't puke in her vagina, though, you know? That's true. <laughs> that would have been more consistent. She just threw her legs I up would, and was like, <laughs> I would have. <laughs> I would rather that scenario yeah. than in my mouth. I know. Like, oh, my God. 
What if she just oh started my. throwing it back up at her? Like, <sighs> oh, yeah, you like oh, that, God. bitch? <laughs> 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 Scary movie, too, style. <laughs> They're just throwing back up at each other. And that was a <laughs> lot of vomit. Oh, God, yeah. Well, and I think that this demon is kind of smart to take Olivia out first because Olivia is like the nurse. Like, mm. she knows what to do in that kind of situation. So I think this demon is very, like... um very smart and like i think he did it on i think the demon did it on purpose to get her out of the scenario because then like later on fucking you know they don't know what to do with anything yeah it gets a little wild um have you ever had somebody puke in your mouth no never not yet have you josh yeah i have actually and it was awful oh, josh has a vomit fetish <laughs> no i don't it was uh lucy lucy <laughs> was sick. on me Lucy was sick, and I got home from work, and I was excited to see her, and I picked her up, and you know how you pick your kid up over your head, yeah. and um, she had oh. just had a bunch of apple juice, mm. so it was warm apple juice vomit, and it went all the way down my throat. Ew. Yeah. Ugh. After that, dude, not much. There's not really much worse than that, mm. so yeah, it happened. Anyway, I own it. <laughs> Scene... <laughs> Five. Welcome to the party, Olivia. We see Olivia's trying to clean the gunk off of her in the bathroom. She sees a demon version of herself in the mirror as it shatters. Uh, she tries to exit the room, but she's paralyzed by something, and then she pisses all down her leg. Eric goes to check on Olivia and finds her in the bathroom, cutting her own face off with a piece of the mirror. He slips on a piece of her skin off of her face and falls, hitting the toilet fucking loser olivia gets on top of him stabbing him in the shoulder with the piece of glass olivia picks up a syringe and stabs eric in the face over and over and over but she's like hitting his glasses luckily oh. eric grabs a piece of the broken toilet and crushes olivia's head with it david and his girlfriend natalie find eric uh and they patch him up as they're duct taping his wounds <laughs> eric tells david that he read something in the book and he believes he's released something evil david says natalie to get eric water and sugar as she's in the house, she hears creaking and, and like this like wind noise. Just as she's about to go outside to uh, get the guys the water, Mia yells for her. Natalie, not very smart, sees Mia sitting at the bottom of the basement steps crying uh, that her leg hurts. Natalie slowly walks down the steps talking to Mia. Mia's voice slowly turns into the demon voice as Natalie tries to turn and run. Mia grabs her leg and pulls her to the basement and slams the door shut. Okay, so we can all agree that Mia is or Olivia is possessed because Mia puked in her mouth, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How about the scene where she is just consistently stabbing Eric in the face with that fucking syringe? Ugh. Can we go back to <laughs> at least before that where she's cutting her face off? Yeah. Go ahead. Like when he's walking in there, you can hear it. You just hear like oh skin yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh god, Ugh. this is not going to be good. Yeah. And she like turns and looks at him, and it's like yeah, her fucking face. So you just see jaw and teeth. Yeah. Oh. Well, and I think it's interesting, like, when she's stabbing him with the syringe, you can tell that Olivia's still in there somewhat because you can tell she's, like, horrified that she's doing it. Like, her, the look on her face when she's doing it, when she's screaming and while she's stabbing him, you can tell that she's still kind of in there, but she has no control over what her body's doing. And I, I don't know. I love this scene. Yeah, I think this is my favorite scene in the whole film. And he pulls it out from under his eye. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Thing is I was like, stuck. how fucking long is this needle? I know. <laughs> Oh, God, he it's got awful. fucked up. And the duct tape really. I laughed at this part. I thought it was hilarious because they kind of make a joke about it. He's like, I don't really know what I'm doing. And they're like, duct. What else would you do, though? Well, the nurse chick should have had a bag with stuff in it, right? They probably don't know where don't it think, is. She just I cut mean. her fucking head off. <laughs> or, or maybe fucking wrap it with some cloth or something. Like a white towel? duct tape. Like, yeah. No, right. there was like paper towel or something over it, wasn't there? I thought they put a little white cloth there. I then, thought it was just duct tape. Oh, they might have. I don't it was know. like bleeding through the tape. It was like, it was gross. It was I mean, bad. I'll be honest. If I didn't have it, I'd duct tape it. Fuck it. 
you know? I mean... used to put super glue in my uh, blisters when I played drums in bands. My hands would be all blistery. Just put super glue on it. Go. I'm sure that's safe. Oh, burnt like a <laughs> son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> At least Eric finally comes clean about the book. Right. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Too little, too late. Yeah. Last question. Why in the hell did Natalie go down the fucking steps? I know. And wasn't I know, what an idiot. Wasn't that door closed? And then all of a sudden it was just open. Like, she didn't mm. think that was weird. That'd be a no bright from the start for me. But like, with like, everything well, then, going on, like, why would she fucking go down there? Yeah. Right, well, because then you can hear, like, someone laughing, like, in the other part of the house. Because, mm. like, all the sound effects when, like, as soon as the door opens, you hear, like, the... <laughs> Like the mm-hmm. laughing, and I'd be like, Mm-mm, I'm getting the fuck yeah. out of there. Like, I'm not sticking around. What kind and of she, go ahead? When she's like, I'm gonna come down, I'm gonna come down there, okay? I remember in the theater, everybody was like, No, <laughs> like everybody in the theater at the same time was just like, Oh my god, you idiot. Well, she steps on that first step, and it's like, Mm-mm. <laughs> I mean, this chick, because was... it's like, she was holding it. She fucking shot a shotgun at them. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think I would be trying to go towards that person at all. No. Like, mm-hmm. And the thing about it is, is Natalie doesn't even know Mia. It would yeah. be it would be a different thing if it was like Eric or Olivia that was going down there to check on her. But Natalie doesn't know her. So it's like, why would Natalie be that? I don't know. Caring about it. I'd be like, fuck this. I'm out. Yeah. I yeah. kind of felt bad for her because she like has nothing to do with these people. She's probably like, why the fuck did I come here? <laughs> I don't know. She wants to get a ring. Well, she wants that David D. <laughs> I guess. I think she could do better personally, but <laughs> yeah, maybe Dave, he's he owns, he uh, he's an entrepreneur. He owns a garage. He's a yeah. mechanic. He's a See? mechanic. Yeah, and he makes necklaces for fun. Okay, scene six: Mia, full demon. The scene opens with Natalie laying in the basement as demon Mia slowly crawls over her. Natalie grabs a knife as Mia bites her hand, making her drop the knife. Mia picks up the knife and cuts her own tongue in oh, half God. and then proceeds to kiss Natalie on the mouth. David pulls the door open and Natalie runs up the stairs. Demon Mia tells David to come down the stairs so she can suck his cock and that his sister is being raped in hell. Holy cow. <laughs> kiss me you dirty cunt yeah i was just gonna say that i was like that's like that's like i think my favorite line that she says in this whole movie when she's like kiss me you dirty cunt (laughs) and i thought she was gonna eat out natalie she was like going up her leg i was like what is happening you thought that's where they were going i don't know she was like licking everything else whatever licking on her um she wants some of that poo tang oh god dude that fucking Uh, tongue shit god so David nails the basement door shut and the cha- he chains it, closing it. As uh, <laughs> So basically Mia is not getting out of the basement, so they think. Eric tries to burn the book, but it won't burn. We see Mia in the basement getting fucking even more crazy. Eric and David read the book and um, they discover that there's a demon, the taker of souls. He must feed on five souls. The skies will bleed again and they will rise from hell. In the kitchen, Natalie tries to clean her um, bite wound, squeezing black pus out of it. Ugh. Eric and David argue over what's causing Mia and Olivia to act this way. Eric believes in order to save her, they'll have to kill her. Meanwhile, Natalie's hand gets much worse in the kitchen as it starts to decay and shake wildly. We see that Mia has lifted the basement door and is talking to Natalie through the crack. As the infection grows further up Natalie's arm, she grabs an electric meat knife and cuts her arm off before it spreads any further. Underneath the floor, we can see Mia in the basement laughing. 
I knew that fucking knife was going to come into play when they showed it earlier. <laughs> they do such like, a good job of foreshadowing in this mm-hmm. movie. I knew that was going to come back at some point. But it's like super subtle, though. Yeah. Every weapon they get to use, well, they're not even really weapons. Everything they end up using as a weapon mm. at some point, and you see it, you're like, oh, God. Like mm-hmm. when he's nailing the door. Yeah. Yep. I was like, yeah. oh, no. Um, okay. So back to, the, we kind of jumped ahead a little bit. But back at the basement when um, she's crawling up Natalie. Mm-hmm. Is she kissing her or is she biting her? I thought she, at first I thought she was biting her, but then she doesn't have any bite marks. No, she's like on her. licking her leg. I think she's yeah, just she, licking her leg. Yeah, she's like, like licking up her leg. Like her it's thigh. sexual. It's very sexual. And, but when she gets to her face, <laughs> is she kissing her or biting her? I thought it was kissing, kissing still. Because she kissing only has her. a bite on her hand. On her hand. Right? Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, yeah, the scene where she tells him to come down so she can suck his cock. I was fucking dying laughing. I was like, this is, this is giving me major exorcist vibes. Yeah, I'd suck I, his dick. okay (laughs) but we knew this already we are i didn't even need you i mean i would do that too seth so see maybe you guys could tag team it maybe get one on each side of it there we go would you guys go in unison or go corn off the cob yeah with no teeth there you go yeah just no teeth yeah (laughs) we'd probably go in opposing directions so it'd be more stimulating oh my god yeah Wow. Oh, just trying to imagine eating corn on the cob without teeth. <laughs> just gumming it. You're just oh, like this. Shit. You're like, grow <laughs> <laughs> up. Why does it always go back to this? The funny thing is, I'm still over here trying to get the beer out of my nose. <laughs> like, all right. Seth. Yeah, Mia is so creepy when she's looking out from under the door. Like, they did such a good job with her. Yeah. I think it's the eyes. It is. Yes. They're so creepy. Well, her face is just so pale white, mm-hmm. and those eyes are so <sighs> dark. Even her hair is really dark. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Seth, this next question is directed for you. Mm-hmm. I immediately thought of you when she grabbed that knife and was cutting her arm off. Talk me through this. One, I don't know that that could actually cut through a bone. I don't think. Okay. But I even made a note. I said, I knew this damn electric knife would come into play <laughs> at some point. This is the point where I text you and I was like, have you finished this yet? And you're like, no. I'm like, oh, oh I really so, want to know. Anything. It was so gross when she stood up and it like hung from like skin or whatever. And, and then, then like fell off. I was like, oh God. It's like got one vein holding yes. it together. Yeah. So uh, fucking gross. I love that. Well, she she's like, I feel better now. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it. <laughs> well, it was weird. She's like leaning up against the fridge. Like, I, know. I feel better. I now. really feel much better. Like, yeah, bitch, you're about to bleed out. <laughs> I'd be getting the fuck out of this place, dude. Mm-hmm. I'd be trying to drive that Jeep through the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I probably wouldn't have made it, but. It sucks that she cut her arm off and then still. Didn't work. Was possessed. <laughs> mm. Ain't that a bitch. Well, the... <laughs> <laughs> Mia. Because she got the blood in the mouth, so, like, she was fucked either way. Yeah. yeah she's no good. Yeah, Mia was egging her on anyway. She's like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Uh-huh. Like, mm, <laughs> don't you little bitch, don't cut it off. <laughs> And then I love when she's like cutting into it and she's like, no, 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 no. no. (laughs) (laughs) Such a good scene. Uh, All right. Scene seven. Should have left the nail gun at home. (sighs) This scene opens with Eric reading the book again and finding the possessed must be cleansed and purified by either um, a live burial, bodily dismemberment, or purification by fire. David's still not convinced that Mia's possessed. He thinks she's just lost her mind. His mother died in a mental hospital. She could have lost her mind as well. Her mother was a monster. Eric uh, tells David he's too much of a coward. He'll burn the place down. He'll end this nightmare. 
As they're talking, Natalie walks in with the nail gun and shoots herself in the face multiple times with the nail gun. Turning the gun on Eric, she shoots him multiple times in the arm. Pinning him against the wall, she continues to shoot him with his fucking nail gun. David runs in and tackles her, knocking her down. As he's pulling nails from his own leg, he notices that Natalie is missing, so she's gone. Eric crawls over to the shotgun, but is attacked by a crowbar-wielding Natalie. Eric distracts her by shooting her with the nail gun, making her turn the crowbar on him. Just before she kills David, uh, just before she kills Eric, David shoots her in the arm with a shotgun, blowing her arm off. So now she has no arms. We see Mia in the basement looking up at Natalie. Um, Looking up as Natalie turns back into herself, no longer possessed, she tells Eric that her face hurts as she crawls to him and dies in his arms. Across the room, Eric laughs and begins to cry. This fucking nail gun, dude. I don't think I've ever seen a nail gun used as a weapon like this. Mm-mm. Anybody? Yeah, it's really creative. Uh, maybe but, Final Destination? Yeah, that's I what I was just going to say. Final Destination 3, but even still. But that wasn't really like for the same reasons. Mm. Right? Yeah. That just kind of like went off on her. But first of all, where is the air hose for this thing? This is clearly like a compressed air air gun, and there's no hose hooked to it. They don't make battery ones like that? They do, but I don't think they can shoot like that. They wouldn't pin somebody's hand to their chest? I don't know. That was awesome. God, poor Eric, even though I hate him. He really, he really got fucked up in this scene. And then God, when she fucking splits his hand in oh, half with the fucking Jesus, crowbar. Yes. Oh, yeah, and it's like split down the middle, like saw style. Mm-hmm. Um... You think after all this, you'd just be like, you know what? Just fucking shoot me. Like, (laughs) right. Okay. So I watched the unrated version. I don't know which one you guys watched, but thus far, it seems pretty spot on with everything you guys have seen. Whatever was on Amazon. Okay. Unrated. I think it's watched. Um, I actually felt, and I didn't like David whatsoever, but at this point, when Natalie, like, turns back into herself and crawls over to him, I actually felt bad. Like, Mm That sucks. Why does my face hurt? Yeah, he's just like holding her. Like she had nothing to do with any mm-hmm. of this. Like she was just trying to be supportive and now she's fucking just got obliterated. <sighs> okay, one question here. Do you guys think that Mia is controlling all of the others when they are possessed? Um, so do you, because th- we see that there's a, the others are possessed but the demon is still in Mia. So that kind of pokes holes all through my theory earlier that the demon's jumping around. That's funny because I had the same note. I said, is it really Natalie or just Mia controlling her? I wasn't sure. I don't know. Because I said it almost seems like uh, Mia's controlling them all from the basement. So I don't know. That's what it seems like to me. Jess, mm-hmm. what do you think? I think it's just all this, all the same. Like, I don't think one's controlling the other or anything they like can that. Just, or whatever can just I, possess all I, of them at the same time. I think so, yeah. Okay. All right. Scene eight. Dave and Eric make a run for it. David helps Eric out to the Jeep and uh, tells Eric he's going to do what he has to do. Inside the house, he burns Olivia's body. He cuts Natalie up with a chainsaw. Afterward, he pours gas all over the basement door um, and all over the floor. Just before he lights it, he hears Mia singing a song from their childhood, and he can't set the house on fire. Outside, lightning crashes, setting a tree on fire, and we see David rig up a contraption and then dig a big-ass hole. Back inside the house, he ascends the basement steps. He hears whispers while looking for Mia with a flashlight. Mia attacks David in a flooded room, cutting him with a knife and throwing him all over the place. As she's drowning him under the water, Eric runs up and hits hits her in the head with a crowbar. We see that Mia stabs Eric with a knife in in the stomach. As he's dying, he tells David that he missed him. We see Eric give Mia the sedative that Olivia had earlier. Um, Okay, this is a big clusterfuck for me. First off, so he has no problem lighting Olivia on fire. He has no problem dismembering his girlfriend. 
but he can't set the house on fire with his sister in the basement who's clearly doing all of this shit. Yeah, <laughs> right. that kind of annoyed yeah. me. Yeah. Am I the only one? No, everybody seems to be in agreement no, here. Yeah. yeah, I was like, seriously? Mm-hmm. Okay. And what was the lightning striking the tree? That's well, my if, next question. Well, and I think that's what gives him the idea to like go down there instead of killing her. He has the idea to revive her back to life. Mm-hmm. Making that's a like defib. What, I think that's why he doesn't end up like burning her is because he comes up with a better, <laughs> comes up with a better alternative. But we'll get to that fucking, fucking we'll get to that fucking defib in a minute. I don't know if you could make one like that, but <laughs> Can't I can't do that. With car battery, that and defib, defib. <laughs> okay, Eric coming through. I didn't like Eric most of the movie. I like Eric here. I was like, wow, he he really came through. He didn't have to do that. But does anybody did. else think this basement is like giant for the size of the cabin? It is huge. Yes. Yeah. I think it's bigger than the cabin. I don't know. It's huge. Because part of it's underground, I think. Aren't mm-hmm. basements usually yeah. underground? <laughs> well, yeah, dumbass. <laughs> I, know, but I, know, I, I think there's part of it that's not under the house because I think that's where Eric came. He didn't come through the basement steps. I think Eric came through uh, like an outside storm shelter entrance or something, didn't he? And I don't know how Eric is still alive at this point or how he even made it down there. Uh, dude, he's, he has the will to help. Uh, he wants to help people. He's a teacher. Yeah. He wants to teach. Mm-hmm. You know you like Eric. <laughs> I don't like him at all. It was his beard, wasn't it? Was, it? No, it was the glasses. No. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay, it was. <laughs> you did? You're into it? I knew you were into it. <laughs> Scene nine. We should get glasses like that. I'll get a pair. Fuck yeah, yeah. I don't get them. We'll just record them. We'll do reels with those glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Scene nine. A burial for Mia. David puts Mia in a red dress. Fucking creepy, by the way. Covers her face with a um, bag and puts her in the hole that he dug. As he's burying Mia, she starts to cry and he tells her that he knows it's not really her. Suddenly, Mia starts talking to David about him hating her. He left her all alone with their sick mother. Their mother hates him and she's waiting for him in hell. As David covers Mia with the dirt, she starts to breathe heavily until he covers her all the way. Once she's buried, we see that the burning tree goes out. David uncovers Mia, hooks up, here we go, he hooks up a battery operated, car battery operated contraption that looks like a defibrillator. He stabs her in the heart Turning on the battery, which is shocking her. You can see her body like convulsing. The battery runs out of juice and Mia does not come back to life. He pulls the plastic bag off of her head. Don't know why he didn't do that earlier. And we see that Mia has returned to herself and is not the demon Mia. He covers her up with a blanket, walks away just as he hears Mia say his name. He runs up and he hugs her. As, she's be- as she begins to cry, telling him that it was horrible as they hug. Back inside the house, Mia gets dressed as David grabs the car keys. As they turn to leave, Demon Eric stabs David right in the neck. Oh, boy. David gives Mia the keys, and she walks out of the front door as he locks himself in the house with Eric. Eric says, he's coming. They're coming to get you, Barbara. That's what it made me think of. <laughs> Sorry. Just as David shoots the gas can with the shotgun blowing the can up, setting the house on fire. As the house burns, we see a spirit race through and into David, making his eyes turn into demon eyes. My first note. David does some dumb shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does. Do you think this defibrillator would have worked? No, but... So walk us through what it is. It's a car battery. Mm-hmm. Hooked to what? Syringes? It looked like syringes. I don't know where he got them from. Yeah. Maybe from Olivia's kit or something. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. But they were like so close together. Like the the defibrillators, like they're pretty far apart, the pads, when mm-hmm. you put them on. So like I don't know. Each side of your chest, didn't it? Like one's up here and one's kind of on the side. <sighs> so I don't know if that would really work. She like He like put them right in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Jess. Jess. Were you as creeped out as I was 
that Eric took the time to dress her? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I didn't even notice yeah. that. Yeah, it's I didn't weird. notice that either. It's fucking odd. It's weird. It's weird. Where did that dress come from? I don't know. Did he like go get in her bag? He was like, I got, you know, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it right. <laughs> so was she naked? I, I guess. Or, I mean... Maybe they were just like, let's change her. I don't know. And it's that's a <laughs> yeah, weird I didn't, thing. I didn't even notice. <sighs> okay. <yeah>. Um, <laughs> Michael, I have a question for all of you guys here. Michael, would you have A, went, okay, he had to go in the house to get the keys. I get it. But mm-hmm. B, why did they both have to go in the house? And C, you know that these fucking people are all crazy. Would you have not like been on the lookout for somebody coming to stab you? Oh, yeah, for sure. And I don't know how he doesn't notice that he's in the room anyway. <laughs> when he walks in there to get the fucking keys, how does he not notice that Eric is standing in there? It's not like he's like, because you can see when he walks in the room, uh, mistaken me or correct me if I'm wrong, but you can see Eric's shadow behind him right before he stabs him. And it's like, yes, you can not see him. OK, but I don't know. Yeah, he just makes a lot of dumb fucking decisions in this film. Like, that's why I can't stand him. <laughs> yeah, he does. I say he does some dumb shit. My next question for everybody here is he buried Mia and she's perfectly fine. He cut up Natalie. Why didn't Natalie come back? I don't think you're coming back from that. I think she was <laughs> she was a little too fucked up. He burned Olivia. She didn't. So really, the only way to come back is to be buried. I guess. It cleanses you, isn't that like what it says? I think. I got mm-hmm. some questions about this shit. I'm still pretty pissed off about the keys. The like, keys! Um, the keys. <laughs> like, why does nobody ever just keep the keys on them? I know, they're like, always somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. If we were in that situation and, you know, we were in and out or whatever, I'd be like, I probably want to keep these keys on me yep. for, you know, if we need to get the fuck just out of Dodge. In case. Not just, just in case. leave them on the kitchen counter. Yeah. For the right. demon to find. I mean, yeah. Eric oh. was super creepy as when he was possessed, though. Yeah, they did a good job mm-hmm. of making him look. I scary think they as all fuck. were yeah. were really creepy. But as... he was his eyes were like huge. Something with the eyes. Whatever yeah. they did, that was like the right move. Yeah, because it was fucking terrifying. And at the end of this, David is possessed. Correct. It's what it looks like. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Scene ten. Oh yes, there will be blood. Mia bends down and picks up the necklace that David gave her at the beginning of the movie. Just then, a drop of red rain falls on her hand. She begins to pour, It begins to pour down blood rain from the sky as Mia looks up and sees the white-dressed demon crawling toward her. She gets in the car, fumbles the keys, and the demon breaks the glass, crawling in after her. She's able to crawl up the other side and makes it to the tunnel that leads underneath the shed where the dead dog was at earlier. As she gets in the tunnel, the ghost appears behind her, saying her name. She crawls and makes it into the barn, picking up a chainsaw, which she can't get started the demon comes through the floor forcing Mia to back herself into a corner the demon begins to stab a machete through the wall right in front of Mia it cuts her leg it cuts her arm Mia is able to break out the back side of the barn or shed and um, hides underneath the jeep as the demon walks out with the machete Mia continues to crank the chainsaw cord finally getting it started and cutting the demon with one hand this freaking demon is able to flip the jeep over trapping Mia's arm underneath the jeep the demon crawls closer to Mia as Mia pulls her arm 
tries to pull her arm out from under the Jeep, but she ends up ripping her arm off. The demon crawls to her and tells her, I'll feast on your soul. Mia says, feast on this motherfucker and rams the chainsaw (laughs) through the demon's face, cutting its head in half. As the demon sinks into the red watery blood um, on the ground, Mia says, go back to hell, bitch. She drops the chainsaws. We see the house burning in the background behind her. The blood rain stops as Mia staggers back toward the house, picking up her necklace and putting it on. The camera pans in to a close-up of Mia's face. Okay. Did anybody else during this whole scene notice that the music, the score here, sounds exactly like the music in The Dark Knight Rises where he's trying to get out of the hole? I did not pick up on that. I didn't pick up on that either. You'll have to go back and listen to it because I thought it was pretty funny. I did make a note that there kept there was like the siren noise that kept going off mm-hmm. in the score. I was like, what is that? You heard yeah. it too. It was like an air raid siren type of sound. It's like a... Yeah. yeah. Well, well, and the, the thing that's cool about the score in this film is that, um, and I sent this to Mark on a podcast on Elm Street a while back, they have a... Um, a video on YouTube where it's the orchestra version of that, where they're playing it live in front of an audience. And that sound it sounds so fucking cool. Like it sounds exactly like it does in the movie. Hmm. So like uh, the composer of this film, I can't remember his name off the top of my head right now, but yeah, he had like a live orchestra play that whole ending scene with Mia getting chased by the demon that comes out from under the freaking ground. That's cool. It's so cool. It sounds so cool. I think the score in the whole movie is really good, honestly. Mm-hmm. Just for some yeah. reason, this part really stuck out. Maybe it's because there wasn't a lot of um, conversation, obviously, and it's, it's pretty action-packed. This whole final scene here is there's a lot of action going on. Uh, Seth, did the blood rain creep you out? The blood rain did not, know. Okay, I know you don't like your gore, so I didn't know. I was more irritated that she couldn't handle the damn keys. <laughs> I know. They always I drop know. the fucking keys. They're slippery, they're bloody, they're just... The, yeah, that bothered me. You know what really bothered me is when she crawls to that tunnel, okay? She's in the tunnel. You can't turn around in the tunnel. You've only got one direction. You go in this tunnel. She's wearing a dress. She knows this demon possesses you by going up your vagina. She just <laughs> left herself very exposed yeah. Yeah. for me. Not that mm-hmm. she left herself exposed for me personally, but like, you know what yeah. I mean? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Okay, I don't want people to think I'm a pervert. Yes. Um of course, the stupid chainsaw didn't start. Those things never fucking start. Oh, I know. They really don't. No. Do they? But that fucking pulling her hand out from under the car. Uh, oh, Jesus. Uh, it's so slow. Yes, it's like stretching, and it's like, oh. Uh, Do you think that would the happen? the sounds that it makes, too. Oof. Oh, it sounds it's, gross. It looks gross. I mean, I guess if you assume it broke the bone when it fell on it, then yeah, I guess you could. Yeah. She, like, doesn't really make a ton of noise, like, at one point when that's <sighs> happening. And I'm like, how is she not screaming her head that off? That would hurt. <laughs> like, she's just kind of like. Yeah. Stretching. <laughs> She's like, oh, oh oopsie. <laughs> Sounds like Michael when he's being anally penetrated. Do it yeah. again, Michael. <laughs> oopsie. Oh, ow. <laughs> that hurt a little bit. Ouch. He bites on something. He bites on a shoe. He's <laughs> got a Slim Jim. <laughs> Can you imagine if they just switched her screaming after she rips her hand out of the car instead of just her screaming? It's just like, ow. <laughs> Gosh, that dude. Ooh, that's smart. <laughs> But how she doesn't bleed out, I don't. I don't know. Well, I uh, that's yes. Um, when she looks down at her bloody nub, oh, dude, it's not even a nub. nub. It's like, yeah, uh, and she even know. slams it into the chainsaw uh, handle. Yeah. So did the demon <laughs> die because she technically dismembered it? Because I was like, how yeah. would this just kill it? But mm, that's true. Like, well, there well, was that dismemberment thing, so I wonder if that's why. Because she cut her like all the way, split down the yeah. middle. 
Dude, that <laughs> final scene though, she turns into like a serious badass mm-hmm. right there. Like I liked her through this whole movie, but like that point, I was like, okay, I really like her a and lot. She's like, I don't give a shit. I'm gonna rip my hand off. Yeah. And I'm gonna fuck yeah. this demon up. <laughs> it was it was the uh, it was the feast on this motherfucker line that I because she yeah. slams her nub into the chainsaw handle <laughs> and rams it. She's like, yes, you know what I mean. See what I'm saying there? Yes. You like when I do that? Can we do it again? <laughs> do it. I would have been done at the jeep. I would have been like, I just would have laid there. <laughs> <laughs> spread my legs and be like come on in <laughs> you do that anyway true but like usually not pinned under a car if you go to Seth's <laughs> house that's how he greets you come on in oh uh, <laughs> god dude yeah when she rips her arm off I'm like ugh I wonder how much blood they used in this cause man there was so it's much it's funny you ask that I actually have a note on we'll get to that sweet mm-hmm. it's in thoughts after watching you'll have to wait okay <laughs> scene 10 a walk to remember the sun shines through the trees as we see Mia walk toward the woods. The sun glares brightly on the screen as the camera pans to the book the kids found. The pages begin to flip as the book closes and Evil Dead is shown across the screen. However, Seth, I hope you did not stop watching. Like I, I forgot to keep watching it. Yeah. As the credits roll, we get another scene where Mia is walking down a road and is picked up by a man in a pickup truck. As they're driving, he tells her that he's taking her to the hospital and they'll get her patched up real good. As she's laying in the back seat, we see, we see that she's asleep. The camera zooms in on her face and her eyes open as the screen goes black. The end. It's like the end of Frozen. Oh, I thought you meant like the kids Frozen. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, our Frozen. <laughs> uh, sort of, yeah, kind of. But there's like a little bit of a jump scare at the end because her eyes open. Um, but her arm, her uh, her arm, her eyes are not demonized. Correct? Did you watch that part? No. You didn't see it either. Mm-mm. All right, Michael. Looks like it's you and me, buddy. Did you watch that part? I did. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Her <laughs> eyes are not demonized. They're regular eyes, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have a couple questions yeah. then. Do you think, I don't think she's possessed here because her eyes are not the demon eyes. So do you think that she wakes up freaking out because he's taking her back to the house? Mm. Or Good do you question. think he's really taking her to the hospital? I think, I don't know. That's a good, that's a good question. Because maybe, maybe he like knows what the fuck is going on. So he's like, I'm going to go sacrifice this bitch. And I wanna, I'm want i going to go back and watch because I wonder if maybe he was one of the people in the beginning of the movie. I didn't catch that. But maybe if he was, he would know that she was possessed yeah. and he was taking her back. Because like it, it, I think it's supposed to make you think that she's possessed because it gives you that jump scare with the score. But her eyes weren't demonized. So, Mm-mm. okay. Yeah. Interesting. If Mia really pulled her arm off in this fashion how long could she realistically survive not long not long yeah i mean that's there's probably like a main artery because if you look at it when it when it's like just the nub you can see the blood just fucking Uh, squirting out of it and you'd probably go into some kind of panic and i would think so or go into shock or something like i don't think you'd be like "Uh." no she shoved that shit into a chainsaw Just scoop up, just scoop up some of that blood rain off of the ground, and you know, put it back in. <laughs> blood rain, you'll be fine. Unless she had some Texas chainsaw butcher salt, to, you know. I don't think so, man. I don't think so. But I don't think she could do that and then walk <laughs> to the road. <laughs> what was that you were yeah, doing? Man? Just a little TP salt, yeah. salt TP. <laughs> I owe the old salt TP. Oh, Lord. 
All right. Uh, so I have a note here about the score. I thought the score was great. I think it really adds to the creepiness of the movie. And I mean, the score really is what makes you jump when there's a jump scare. And I really think there were a lot of jump scares in this movie. But at the same time, I don't think that they were um, pointless jump scares to where the movie really heavily relied on them um, to scare you. Just because the visuals, for me at least, were really creepy. It had a lot of gore, but I don't know. Seth, you tell me, what do you think? Do you think it was too much? Was it over the top? It was, for me, it was a little bit too much. Okay. Jess, what do you think? Uh, I couldn't do much more than this. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I handled it, but it was almost like... Mm. Yeah, there, there were a few parts that I was like... like the, I mean, the hand, for sure, that's rough. Anytime you have to see something... The electric like, knife, as soon as she picked yeah. that up, I was like, gosh, I turn away. Yeah, but really, like, yeah. the blood isn't what bothers me as much. It's just, like, the action of cutting and mm-hmm. that type of thing. Yeah. When the so. arm's hanging there by the vi- the, va- the vine. Mm-hmm. It's hanging there by the vine. By the vine. The vine, the vine. Well, Olivia's cutting her fucking face <laughs> off, like, ugh. Oh, yeah, gosh, it's gross. <laughs> All right, uh, Jess, this one's for you. So they used 70,000 gallons of blood, uh, 50,000 of which was just on the last scene alone with the blood rain. In the original movie, they only used 200 to 300 gallons total. So wow, a lot more blood. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Michael, but on the um, posters and stuff for this movie, they advertise that this... I mean, that the one poster is just Mia covered in blood, isn't it? And the blood, you see the blood rains. I mean, they... Yeah. They were very proud of the blood in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) I think they did a really good job with the blood in this movie. I don't, I don't know. I think they had this, this movie is probably the goriest film I've ever seen personally, but I think the gore was necessary for this film just because of like the, you know, the material that they had. I think that it wasn't, I don't think the gore was there just to be shocking. I think it was there for a purpose. So for that, I, I appreciate the gore in this film, but I think I think I'm with Jess on that. I think if it was any more than what it is, yeah. <laughs> I think it would have been a little over the top. So, <laughs> you want to argue that you're the anti-gore guy? No, no, I'm not going to argue. He's like Sir Alfred Hitchcock never used gore. That's true. That's true. He did not. <laughs> Sir Alfred. It's always Sir Alfred too. Like at this point, we even know who he's talking about when he says it. Yeah, because that's yeah. Okay. All right. I want to go around the table and the TV. Um, that was gross. Wow. <laughs> God, dude. Come on, man. Uh, should Mia be considered a final girl? What do you think? I'd say yeah. Okay. I was oh, is it my turn? Yeah. I'd say abs- I would say absolutely, because it's like what final girl have you seen that cuts her own or pulls her own fucking arm off just to survive? Like, to me, she's the underrated final girl. Hmm. Yes. I don't think she gets enough credit. Yes, as well. <laughs> Agreed. She's one of my faves. We need a new shirt, okay? Okay. This says Jess says yes. Yes. To like anything. It. Well, not to anything. <laughs> to any dot dot dot. To, to most anything. Things. Jeez, she's a classy broad. <laughs> not to anything. I, I'm very classy. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> Motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers. I said you were classy. Jeez. I agree. I think she should be considered a final girl. The only reason I was thinking maybe she shouldn't be is because she like kind of gets possessed, obviously, and kills some people. <laughs> Yeah, but she makes it out of there. Mm, she I is guess. a final gal. I think so. I think if we are considering her one, she may have just became one of my favorite final girls, which is insane because in the last four months, that means two new favorite final girls for me with um, Ready or Not, Grace from Ready or Not, which you know I'm a big fan of, mm-hmm. um, not just because she's beautiful, but because she is just a badass mm-hmm. woman. And uh, now Mia, who's also beautiful. 
The only thing with Mia, though, as a final girl, like, she really wasn't for most of the movie. It was just, like, the last scene. And Whereas, without David, she would have died. Right. So, I don't know. So. Yes, a final girl, but I don't know if she's up there with, you know. She didn't really fight. I, I guess. I don't know. I mean, she did, but it was only, like, you know, that one scene. She's the only one that could kill the demon. I consider her the final girl because it wasn't her fault that all of that happened. It was stupid Eric. Eric's fault. Dumb fuck. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Demon should have fucking raped him before. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> what is with him. you and rape? I don't know. <laughs> I just don't like Eric. <laughs> so he deserves to be raped. Yes. Look at all the damage he caused. I personally think he deserves everything he gets in this film, yeah. but <laughs> that might just be me sounding like a psychopath. But I, I think he deserves it. I think him See? fucking opening up this can of worms. Okay, well, yeah. Fucking, right. he deserves all the shit he gets in this film. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to agree that the man deserves to be raped, okay? No, not to um, the rape part, but oh, to everything raped. else. I'm just talking about everything else that happens. <laughs> like, everybody's like, yeah, but not raped. Uh, <laughs> all right, we need, maybe we need to do I Spit on Your Grave. You'd probably love that movie. No, it sounds awful. It's a rape revenge movie. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's bad. It's rough. It's fucked up. I've never watched it's hard, it. It's but... really hard to watch. Oh, then let's not watch it. Um. Yeah, well, uh, maybe we'll pick it. Uh, all right, let's jump into HMC favorites. We've got our questions we ask every movie, and we'll go around the horn. So, favorite scene or scenes from the movie? Obviously, I'll, I'll go first. My favorite, obviously, was the chainsaw scene. I like the um, <laughs> the line. Anytime somebody says motherfucker. Based on yeah. this motherfucker. I'm happy. <laughs> so, yeah, chainsaw scene for me. What about you, Seth? I'd say any scene where the we saw the demon possessed somebody, like just how creepy. They did a really good job with that, mm-hmm. and that, like we said, it was the eyes. Mm, it was yeah. just every time. Michael, yeah. um, I I love a few scenes of this film. I love the opening scene for one because I just love this. Oh, just the cinematography in this film is just fantastic. Like you get that first shot that opens up to her just walking in the woods and it's so beautiful. And then it's that whole scene with like them in the basement with her burning her alive. That whole scene is really cool. Uh, the, the face cutting with Olivia, the tongue, the cutting the tongue in half with the box cutter. And then the ending scene, obviously all of those scenes are fucking amazing. Well, you said the whole, you suck, you suck the whole movie. <laughs> well, just the exciting parts. <laughs> <laughs> Jess. Um, I would say the the main possession scene in the woods um, was a good one because it's just so fucking memorable for me. I was like, oh my god, that's where the tree goes up her mm-hmm. vagina. <laughs> well, the do- see, there the is a rape scene. The tree rapes her. Yeah, it wasn't just, a tree. It was the. Puke. It's so scary, and I remember the first time watching that, I was like, oh my I god, I was not expecting that. Did this bother uh, you more than the chainsaw scene in, or the chainsaw, the hacksaw scene in Terrifier? No. How come every guest that comes on here wants to make you watch something bad happen to a vagina? Because <laughs> I'm a girl, I guess. That's what it is. These know. fucking misogynistic men. They, they want to see their reaction. <sighs> well, she was not phased, Michael. <laughs> nice try. Yeah. She's used to getting oh, penetrated God. by yeah. a demon on the daily. Oh, my God. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. This God. is true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's possessed right now. Look at her. I'm very possessed. I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> if that's your possessed look, fucking laugh here coming at us. <laughs> what ours be the? What does Jess not like when we do the? Ew, no, I don't the, like that. <laughs> the it's tur- when you both do it. Stop. Why? Are you gonna take that from him? Take what? 
the demon dick thing. Um, um, everybody's had, had a little demon dick. <laughs> got, to, got to try everything once. Okay, favorite <laughs> favorite kill in the movie. Again, mine's when uh, when she kills the demon with the chainsaw. Yeah, the demon. I have to say Olivia cutting her face with the piece of glass. I was also going to say either her cutting her face with the glass or like the shower scene. I just thought was so realistic that that it was just like, oh my God, that would be so terrible. Burning like that? Yes. (sighs) Yeah. It made my body hurt. She just, she's such a good actress. Like, Mm -hmm. just like how she's like convulsing and it's just. Made me hurt. Yeah. Because, like, if you ever, like, stick your hand, like, if you're, like, filling the sink up to do dishes and you (sighs) forget to turn the cold water on so it's all hot, you stick your fucking hand in there for Mm -hmm. a half a second. Mm -hmm. Yeah, imagine just leaving it there. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, dude, that's rough. Um, All right. Thing you like most about the movie. Mine was anything involving Jane Levy. I thought she did great the whole time. Uh, That's my pick. Seth? Uh, The jump scares, of course, which I always like. And I, like I said, all the special effects were pretty good with the demon and the, all the gory stuff as much as I didn't like it it was pretty good um, I think for me the cinematography and the the practical effects because they use mostly practical effects in this film right like there's only like a little bit of CGI and even if there is CGI you can't fucking tell at all so like just the fact that like they filmed this movie so well they fucking you know use practical effects for pretty much everything that's probably my favorite thing I love the setting of this just like the cabin being in the woods like any horror movie like that i'm all in to watch that it is really good especially the beginning of it when you see because it almost looks pretty at the beginning like it's funny how pretty this movie looks at the beginning and then what you get at the the end it's like "Mm, yeah (laughs) well it even kind of gets pretty thin when she's walking down that road because she's like away from that cabin but okay the thing you did not like about the movie as great as jane levy was in this movie i think she stole the show i could not stand david at all but maybe I wasn't supposed to. I don't know. So maybe he did a great job. If that's what he was supposed to do, I don't think so. For me, it's David. The gore it was like right at my gore limit. The peak. The peak. Was it just the tip? The tip. Or did they give you the whole thing of the gore? You couldn't take any more gore. <laughs> no. So it was like the whole. <laughs> yeah, the whole shaft. Kitten is in there. caboodle. You yeah. get the whole caboodle of the kitten. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Fully inserted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with Josh's pick too. I'm gonna have to say David because um yeah, he's just fucking unbearably annoying in this movie. And it's not even like him as a character. I think it's the and no offense to the actor who plays David, Shiloh Fernandez. I just don't think he's that good in this film. I really don't. Like he has glimpses of like good acting and like sprinkled throughout, but I just think he's kind of annoying, like very monotone, very robotic in some of his like acting and if there was one thing I could change about this film, it would be him. Like, take him out of it. I guess they didn't bother me that much. Like, it bothered you guys. That's because you were thinking about blowing him the whole time. True, but even then, <laughs> I mean, he didn't talk that much. I guess I just didn't think it was that. Maybe that's why you liked him. You don't like your man to talk much. Maybe. That's what it is. You're the one with the chloroform. <laughs> or is that Jess? That was I, Jess. Supposedly, that's me. <laughs> yeah. What about um, you, Jess? Um, I, I wasn't a fan of, of David, but it was Eric for me. I, oh, yeah. I could not stand just his stupidity. He was far <laughs> like, worse, yeah. Let me read from this fucking demon book. Oh, it's wrapped in barbed wire and hmm, yeah. oh, let's just open it right up. Yeah. Oh, skin cover. That's cool. Yeah. I just, yeah. And he <laughs> read nice it touch. like, 
Yeah. Anybody should know that you probably shouldn't read some a passage out of a book like that either. No. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. He went for it. Yeah. But you know what? If he didn't do that, we wouldn't have a movie. This is true. Yeah. Very this true. This is true. All right. Last question. Would you watch this again? Of course, I would watch it again, Seth. Yeah, I probably would. I mean, I've watched it. Yeah, we know. <laughs> in time, so. We know you jerk <laughs> off to it, so. <laughs> I would, for sure. I would for sure. All right, kids, let's jump into Stabby's ratings. We rate every movie on a zero to five Stabby scale. Used to be one to five, now it's zero to five because we had actually a Krubies request that was very shitty. So, uh, Michael, I'm I'm on your side. I hope that you don't get a zero rating, but it's happened in the past. We'll find out what happens. <sighs> Leading the way on the Kruby's side, we got The Birds with a 4.3, Terrifier with a 4.7, and Chuck goes to the movies uh, with Cabin in the Woods at a 3.83. Fuck that all up, huh? Uh, <laughs> the Platform, 0.93, Hellraiser with a 1, and Ghost Shark with a 1.75, ringing it up the rear. I forgot about Ghost Shark. <laughs> what a shitty movie, huh? <laughs> um... All right. Well, that being said, Seth, you want to you want to kick us off? What'd you give this movie? I'm gonna give it a three point two. Three point two. Can I ask you why? Or were you get mad? Michael, turn your fucking phone God off. Damn it, Michael! <laughs> it's my email. Sorry. Uh, because I liked it. I, just, I think the gore is what brought it down for me a little bit. So I said I'd watch it again, but I would maybe like in a group setting if it was just on. But I don't think I'd sit down by myself and put it on. If they made like a PG thirteen version, you'd be all. In. I, yeah, I mean, I like the the storyline. Mm-hmm. I like the demon part. I mean, it was pretty scary, intense. Yeah. Okay. All right, Jess. Three point nine. Three point nine, just shy of a four. Yes. What sir. would have pushed this over the edge for you? Mm, maybe a little better uh, fucking decision making on <laughs> <laughs> Eric's part and acting on david's i don't know yeah that's it just li- little better decision just, just little things nothing like i don't know huge i wouldn't want to change the movie very much all right you did a great job thanks i think you always do a great job now seth he's got some work shut you. your mouth <laughs> I really like this movie. Um, I actually liked it more than I thought I was going to like it. Uh, There were some scenes that made me laugh. There were some scenes that made me fucking cringe. There were some scenes that made me think I'd like to do that to Seth. Mostly the chainsaw scene. Um, But that being said, I am actually going to give my highest ever Stabby's rating. I'm going to give this movie a 4.75 Stabby's rating. Wow. Wow. I really enjoy it. And again, I think it was because of Mia. Mia really mm-hmm. did it for me. She solidified herself as one of my favorite final girls. So I give it a 4.75. Michael, what do you give this movie for your Stabby's rating? Um, so I think this is almost a damn near perfect movie, aside from a couple of things that I would change. First of all, being David, being one of them, I would take him out of the movie fucking completely because he just annoys me. (laughs) He literally annoys the living shit out of me every time I watch this movie. And then there are some scenes that, I don't know, I think they're necessary to be in there, but they're scenes that sometimes I like dread watching when it comes up just because it's like so kind of boring. Um, But I think I would give it a 4.8 out of 5. 
So it's a near it's a near perfect movie just because of all the things that I said. Like the the gore is great. The the acting for the most part from everybody involved is amazing. Um, the practical effects are amazing. Fucking Jane Levy in this film, fantastic. And I don't know the score, everything, everything is like near perfect to me. So you did a great job of explaining that. These guys, Seth needs to take Thanks, notes. Friend. He really, he just, he comes in here and he lets me down every week. Shut up. <laughs> but you know, it's just to be expected at this point. Mm. I love you because you do that. Yeah, good. You just you never disappoint. Um, all right, let's jump over to those other folks that like to rate movies again. If it were me and Jess agrees, if you want to get the best uh, bang for your buck in terms of people that really, really understand movies, you definitely want to come to the HMC to find out what we thought before you watch a movie. Or maybe even after you watch a movie to see how it compares because you're probably wrong and we're right. Anyway, the Rotten <laughs> Tomatoes critics' consensus. It may lack the absurd humor that underlined the original, but the new look Evil Dead compensates with brutal terror, gory scares, and gleefully bloody violence. I would say that's pretty spot on as much as I don't ever agree with the Rotten Tomatoes critics. That being said, the Rotten Tomatoes critics gave it a 63% on 203 counts. Now, again, I say this every episode. Seth gets annoyed with me, but that is not <laughs> their average rating. That is the amount of critics that liked a movie over a certain percentage. What's more important to me is the Rotten Tomatoes audience, which actually this is the first time I've ever seen this, and I hope this isn't a typo on my part, but it's also 63% on 50,000 ratings. So they were spot on with the critics. I don't think I've ever seen that happen. Uh, IMDb, 6.5 out of 10 on 156,000 ratings in the horror movie crew. That's us, where you should go to get your ratings. We gave it a 3.95 out of 5 or 79%. I got bad news for you, bub. You did crack the top three in Krubies. Uh, you are at, sitting right at number three with a 3.95 average. Seth fucked you hard. If he had given you a 3.5, you'd be sitting in second place. You'd have been just over... Uh, just over Mark and Brooke, but that didn't happen. Well, I wouldn't expect anything less from Seth, so. <laughs> I gotta, gotta calls it as I sees it. So. <laughs> but hey, you're in the top, you're in the top, uh, the top three, so congratulations. Thanks, guys. Chuck is gonna be pissed. He's probably never gonna have you on his show now. Way to go. <laughs> I know. I am a little bit shocked that it's rated so, I mean, 6.7, you said, Josh, on IMDb out of 10? 6.5, I think. 5, yeah. Six, I mean, 6.5 is still pretty high, but I would have given this movie a fucking almost an 8 out of 10. It would have been a. It would have been in the high 7 range for me, 7.8 or something like that out of 10 for me. So, I don't know. That's just shocking to me. Would you give it a 4.8? Yeah. It's actually a 96%, Michael. You got to learn your math, dude. I was never, math was never my strong suit. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> I'm just messing. All right, well, hey, that wraps up Kruby's request number 11, Evil Dead from 2013. Uh, let's let's jump into our wrap-up here. So do you guys, Jess, Seth, do you have any ratings you want to change at this point? Nothing? I no. do not. Nothing? Mm -hmm. You didn't just go dive face first into a movie and think, oh, my God, I rated that low. Like I know you did last summer, maybe? No. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I went back and changed fucking Beetlejuice for you. You could throw me a bone here. You did? Yeah, I sure did. Why are you going back and changing shit? I know. I went back because <laughs> I realized I, I just rated it too low. Okay. Well, yeah, I respect fine. that. I would like to leave all of mine the same. That's fine. <laughs> As would I. <laughs> all right, cool, great, wonderful. Um, but that kind of leads into our March theme. So our yes. theme for next month, March, is going to be March monster 
madness. Ooh. All monster themed movies. Sounds hot. Yes. I am so fucking hard right now. Yeah. <laughs> what? Still no balls. <laughs> no balls. But table just like <laughs> I shot up a little. I kicked it with my legs to, okay. to add some uh, you know, <laughs> emphasis to it. I just finished up the handy. That's why it. <laughs> he did. It, was, it took forever too. <laughs> Actually, it's because this. He started at the beginning of the discussion, and there was just so much gore that it was like. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um. What was that? What? What? I think I'm losing my fucking mind. I don't know. Well, um, well, did you hear that too? Did you hear it? Well, it was like a... Yes. Yeah. Somebody's uh, stomach. F- Whoa, why are you looking at me? I know I'm hearing I it. Because <laughs> <laughs> you heard it and yeah, nobody else did. And you looked at my belly. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even look like at my face. You were like... She was like... <laughs> someone's stomach <laughs> oh god when i was recording my episode i recorded an episode last night and my stomach was fucking on the fritz last night like anytime I, I could hear it was like and i'm just like oh my god oh, do you have like the shits or something it was it was just a lot of built up gas in my system so. like he's so embarrassed to talk about it this is a dinner conversation for us. Yeah. I love when people say on the fritz. I don't know why that's so fucking funny to fritz. me. <laughs> <laughs> My stomach was tearing itself apart from the inside last night. It was not fun. Yuck. No. I don't want to talk about this anymore, to be honest. Um, uh, Michael, you want to plug your podcast one more time before we get out of here? Yeah, I'm uh, Michael from the We Love Horror Podcast. And as I said before at the beginning, I'm just a podcast that I have different people on weekly. Um, this coming Saturday, I'm going to have these amazing people that I'm looking at right now on my podcast, and we are going to be talking about the original Evil Dead. So that'd be kind of fun to have a conversation about the original. I haven't seen it in a really long time. How? What have you guys ever? Any of you seen it besides Josh? I don't. I know Josh has. Think so. I have not. If I did, it would have been a long time ago. Mm. Okay. Uh, well, I'm excited. I'm really excited to have you guys on. Um, yeah, you can find me on Instagram at We Love Horror Podcast and email me at We Love Horror Pod at gmail.com. So he's also at farmersonly.com. <laughs> <laughs> Farmers only, yeah. <laughs> Our next episode is HMC 37. Seth you want to tell everybody what your episode is? We're going to be doing Tremors. Tremors. Ooh. Exciting stuff. Baconator. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so Michael, thanks for coming on. We have, I really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. I really enjoyed the movie. I gave it a pretty high rating. It's unfortunate that Seth really just wanted to bone you hard. And, and <laughs> yeah, have I a know. good night. What the fuck, Seth? And, uh, Bye. You, I can't beat out those Canadian fuckers from nope. Podcast on Elm Street. <laughs> nope, you sure did. And we'll see what Wolf Cop comes in at whenever they're on again. I have a feeling that'll be low. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, before we go, Michael and I have our new podcast coming out in March. It's a, called Another Horror Podcast, where we talk about season one is going to be all franchises. So the first episode release will be about the Saw franchise. Seth, you'll definitely want to tune in. Yeah, I'll skip that one. <laughs> <laughs> so be on, be on the lookout for that. Um, well, I just wanted to say thank you guys for having me on. I love you all. So that's it. Yeah, that's whatever. Oh, that's that? so nice. That so nice. Tell us why you like us. Go ahead. We'll wait. Oh, my God. What? Don't you want to know? Ju- you guys are just <laughs> fabulous people. Like, I just feel like I've known you guys all- my whole life, so. Mm. He, doesn't know us very- he doesn't know us very well, does he? Mm-mm. One night of drinking with us, and he'll be like, mm, nope. <laughs> <laughs> in, any, in, in any case, I have nothing left to say. Believe it or not, I'm speechless. Aww. So, in that case, 
We're out of here. Bye. Bye, all. Hey, Krubies. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more or you want to follow us on social media, Jess, where can they find us at? You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Horror Movie Crew Podcast. And you can listen on any major podcast platform. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. We'll see you next time. Bye, all. Oh, well, I just, I did want to say one more thing. God damn it. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs>